Oh, man. A lot of crazy things happening. Uh, this episode's going to be nuts, but um, we've been adding a lot of dates on this tour. If you don't know yet, uh, the 2019 tour for me is blown up. Added a second show, San Francisco, the Masonic. That's January 4th. Uh, San Diego, we sold out too. We added a third, January 12th. Uh, that's almost gone, so I don't know if we're going to add again. After that, Oklahoma City, San Antonio, Houston, Dallas. They're all on sale, tomscare.com slash tour. Um, and the added shows have been happening left and right. Um, the most recent ad, I can't even tell you, actually. I don't remember, but it might be oh, uh, another Seattle show went on sale. Uh, that's in May, May 3rd. Uh, just go to the site and um, grab tickets. I'll see you guys in Pachanga. That sold out um, next week. Gene, what about you? All right. Gene, this Saturday, I added a late show uh, in San Diego at the House of Blues. That's November 24th. A few tickets left on that late show, so snatch them up now. Uh, December 1st, Flappers Comedy Club in the side room. I'm doing um, a 7.30 and a 9.30 show. And then uh, December 7th, Philadelphia, late show. Just a handful of tickets left on that one. December 8th, Gramercy Theater, same deal. Um, yeah, December 8th, new Judor titties. And then uh, January 10th, the Comedy Store, January 31st through February 2nd. I'm in Denver, Colorado at Comedy Works. And then in February in Madison, Wisconsin, the Comedy Club on State. I'm doing the Ride or Die Tour. You can check out the tickets at Christina P. Online. Nice. There you go, Denim. All right. Don't forget uh, The Degenerates, of course, on Netflix. Jeez, oh, yeah. And uh, Instant Family. It's in theaters right now. Go check it out. Um, right now, right now, right, right now, now, right now, right now, right now. Um, hope you enjoy it. A lot of people have told me that they laughed and cried and they're upset that they cried. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're terrible. Boners. They are amazing. And I can't imagine life without getting really hard. Um, if I couldn't get hard, I don't know. I don't know what I would do, but I think I would do something about it. And that's the thing that you learn is that there's so many guys out there with soft, limp, flaccid ding-dongs, and they're just keeping it to themselves. That's what's depressing. Over 25% of new erectile dysfunction cases are guys under 40. No. Yeah, 40% of men by age 40 struggle from not being able to get one up rock solid and keep it up there's nothing you can do about it you think that's what people have they just stay in their room and they just go i'll just be like this but now there is something you can do about it forhims.com the one-stop shop for hair loss skin care and sexual wellness for men see the thing is hymns connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat erectile dysfunction these are well-known generic equivalents to the name brands that you very well know. This is like real stuff here. Prescription solutions backed by science. And the best part is you don't have to drive and park and wait in a waiting room awkwardly staring at the ground, then walk in shuffled in by the nurse with no people skills. You save all kinds of time. You go to 4 Super easy. Answer a few quick questions, and the products are shipped directly to your door. Severe ED is not just 
for bloated old rich guys in their hot tubs with their thick gold chains. It affects men in their 30s and 40s, real everyday guys like you and me. So being your best means performing at your best with full lead in your pencil. This is hard made easy. I like that. Say hello to your little friend again. Try hymns for a month today for just $5. We'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash house. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash, excuse me, slash H-O-U-S-E, forhims.com slash house. One other thing. Support for your mom's house comes from Lowe's. Did you know that Lowe's is the new home of Craftsman? You'll find an ever-growing selection of mechanics, tools, tool storage, and more in-store and online, ready to help tackle projects throughout your home. One of the cool and different things you'll find in the Lowe's Craftsman lineup are the 51 and 81-piece mechanics tool sets in a gunmetal finish. What's so great about that? Well, gunmetal chrome finish is corrosion-resistant, making the tools more durable, long-lasting, and easier to clean. And if one of your projects happens to be in a really tight space to get to, then you need to check out the 120-tooth ratchet. It has a three-degree arc swing. Don't know what that means? Well, we didn't either, but we do now. A three-degree arc swing means you can loosen or tighten bolts with less movement in those hard-to-reach spots. And it comes in a gunmetal chrome finish. Shop! The new home of Craftsman today at Lowe's.com slash your mom's house. L-O-W-E-S dot com slash your mom's house. Gene? Yes. What are you getting your sisters this year for Christmas? Oh, boy. They're really, I don't know. I guess, which one do I like more? (laughs) Well, here's what you can do. And this is for anybody listening that has women in their lives and they don't know what the heck to get them for the holidays. I'm telling you. Get the FabFitFun, we'll get the winter box, but also get the subscription service to FabFitFun. It's so great. It's a gift that keeps on giving. They get four boxes a year. Surprise your mom or sister uh, with the winter box as a holiday gift or just to show thanks. What it is, it's a box of full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products for just $49.99 a box, I'm telling you. And this winter box, Gene, I got the Mark and Graham beautiful, uh, very luxurious blanket, and you can get it personally monogrammed with your initials, which is great. And because I'm going to New York pretty soon, uh, I got the Bear Paw. That's the brand. It's like a little head. What do they call it? It's not really a hat. It's like a head wrap thingy. Mm, A burka. A burka. Yeah. No. Oh, (laughs) It's like a hat, but the head is missing. Do you know what I mean? Oh. uh, oh. It's warm. It's luxurious. A, uh, A visor. Okay, close enough. Anyways, uh, it's the thing that keeps your head warm. And I really like it in gloves. And I got the Bite lipstick, which I absolutely loved. And the Pure Be Your Selfie eyeshadow palette. I'm telling you, you got to try it out. you got to try it out. Uh, $49.99 box. No samples. You get full-size products. A fantastic value. So here's what you're going to do. Sign up for FabFitFun today. FabFitFun boxes make amazing gifts for the holidays. Use my code YOURMOM to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code YOURMOM to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com. Use our code YOURMOM to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. Try it out. 
draw it out. Anything else? Heck yeah. What is it? You have a website, don't you? Oh, yeah. Ryan, do you have a website? I do. Oh, you do? Okay, good. Sorry, you're not on mic yet. Uh, yeah, you have to. We're working comedians. If you're doing anything in life, you need a website. Do don't it. care if you're a photographer, if you a cut grass, yeah. if you're a painter, if you, uh, what have you, if you're an esthetician, if you wax eyebrows, just you should have a website. Or if, even if you're having a wedding coming up and you want to share information with your guests. Absolutely. Turn your cool idea into a website, blog or publish content, sell your products, promote your physical or online business. Do this all with Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I built four websites myself using Squarespace. The templates are created by world-class designers. Um, you can customize the look and feel of everything, the settings, the products, and, and more with just a few clicks. Don't you feel like someone's amateur hour when you're like in, yeah. in your website and they're like, oh, I don't have a website. And you're like, what? I hate it. You have a website. Oh, it's so easy to do. I mean, look, I am not an HTML person, but I absolutely love Squarespace and I endorse it. So... Go to squarespace.com slash mom for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code mom to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thank you, Squarespace. Try it out. All right. Is it time? It's time. It is time. The great, you might know him as Sickle Cell, but to us, <laughs> he'll always be known as the great Ryan Sickler. He's like a son to me, man. <laughs> like a son to me, man. He's like a son to me. He is here. The new album Yay. is out. It's currently number one ah, on the iTunes charts. Yeah. It's Ryan Sickler. Get a hold of yourself. Let's keep it I at number it. one. Go try it. Check it out. Try it out. And um, let's do a proper show open and get this whole thing started. All right? Here we go. I know Christina will like this one. Here we go, Gene. Okay. I turn into a telescope when I see your page. You feel so good to me, babe, that when I meet you and you talk to me, I want you to melt me like hot chocolate candy do. Mm-hmm. And not with hot breath, but with cool. I love you, babe. <laughs> you melt me every day. This shit is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. you would dig that video because it was like a really smooth like guy talking to yeah. chicks i know? couldn't i couldn't get past his teeth what was wrong with his teeth uh what right <laughs> can, can i tell you what i thought yeah. of that yeah. sure i want to know i had two questions okay. one where the fuck did that guy get a cell phone and sunglasses <laughs> in prison he's in prison <laughs> okay? okay the dental work and the haircut are prison appropriate but right. the cell phone and the fucking sunglasses <laughs> where are you getting cell block b's over there getting a fucking shout out <laughs> i just we all, we're always fascinated by the length the depth that men will go to i mean all of us want to get laid but like 
like you know some people are just out there like I'll make you come guy you know like yeah this, well they throw it out there too hard it's not it's not always a good approach this you know guy I mean? is just you know good rising good rising <laughs> on this great Saturday mm. I've been looking at your pictures so long babe and they mag- and they magnify my eyes babe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, see what happened was your picture did that to his eyes. Oh, mm-hmm. like the telescope. <laughs> I'm a telescope. I turn into a telescope when I see your page. Uh-huh. Huh? When I see your page. You feel page. so good oh. to me, babe. That when I meet you and you talk to me, mm-hmm. I want you to melt me like hot chocolate candy. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. And not with hot breath, but with cool. Hot breath. I love you, babe. You melt me every day. That is Kay. prison poetry right yeah. here. That is. You know what, though? I know why this works. Mm. I know why guys are doing Please tell this. us. <laughs> I got yeah, it. Yeah. Because it does work. And because every woman deep down inside wants to be told this stuff. Maybe yeah, not, not from like that, that shell. <laughs> yeah, like Not in that yeah. presentation. Yeah. But we all want to hear that. <laughs> you want that candy bar, just not that wrapper That's right. right. There. Thank yeah. you very much. Yes. <laughs> look how handsome Ryan Sickler looks. Look yeah. at you, dude. Thanks. Look Get good, a hold man. of yourself. I like this title. I appreciate it, guys. See, there's different guys who put it out there I in different ways. It. I don't know if you ever... You know, oh, God. Some place you can go where you can just make love to someone... Treat them nicely, though. And then in the morning, they go their way, you go your way. Yeah, prostitutes. Yeah, prostitutes. What's he well, watching in the background? Sl- well, what is that? On? That's is that... always the question. I wonder what that is. Well, it's the usually first time Rachel it was, Maddow. It was Rachel Maddow, which I was like, I didn't figure this guy from MSNBC type, but this yeah. right here, right? No hard feelings, nothing. Just have straight up sex, foreplay. I have, yeah, clean person. Clean, be clean be for clean. me. Smells good down there, you know. Down there. Keep myself clean. Guys are always worried about that. Yeah, and also well, you think he put his teeth in just for this? Well, different different videos. He he treats you differently. So this is one without short, tall, skinny, what have you. Yeah. They should be somebody out there that wants to hook up just for yeah sex. I wish I can't they could look. find me a rich woman. Wish, and then he's nice enough to be like, I'd be nice if she was rich too. Take care here's of the thing about that. There is someone out there. For I him. know. Someone out there what? is like, I'm here, me. Somebody did uh, reach out to him, and then he put his teeth in. Hello out there. Whoa. Hope you're doing great today. Looks a lot better. New look for me. Yeah, I like those teeth. Thank you for all the vagina panty shots. Yeah. I appreciate that. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about it is Ooh. like the, the lighting is better. Yes. His energy is up. Yes. Like he definitely is fired up. He also he that meets spit between the teeth uh, is always nice. something. He also meets so the uh, your mom's house criteria of having the television <laughs> on in the background loudly <laughs> so that he records his audio and that audio at the same right. time. A lot of beautiful women, women on here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh. if you get your guy, don't look all great. He'll stay with you longer. He won't cheat on you with another woman. He won't cheat on you with another guy. All right. <laughs> Is that just, the sales pitch for just him? Just let you know. I love all his knickknacks back there. Do you see him? Well, yeah. Ryan, I don't know if you're familiar with the criterion for your mom's house video, but A, the lighting has to be garbage. Uh, Check. B, the shot. <laughs> <laughs> the shot has to be bad, too. It's got to be shot from down yep. here. Uh, there needs to be like a fan or something in the background. Check the TV. The, the TV. Check. The audio has to be poor. 
You got, hey, all, I all, all the boxes, yeah. huh? <laughs> Have you? Um, I'm so excited to get to this and jumping all around. First of all, why don't we? Before I forget, <laughs> I uh, love Ryan Ziegler. I so know much. he's the best. He's so nice. Um, so the album. Uh, where did you record the album? I'm not allowed to say. Really? What? Yeah, they made me sign saying. I, you probably know by me saying that, but they made me sign a deal. I was like, I'd be happy to promote that. Oh, and they I were like, where. nope. So they wouldn't let me say. But it was in Southern California. Okay. What's the? Um, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not trying to pry to get it, but get, like, you know, what's the? Uh, re- why did they say don't? You're not allowed to say. I don't know. I don't know if it's part of like they don't want any everyone thinking they can come and do that. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a riffraff thing, or because usually the places are be happy to have them put that shit promoted. in large print. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but you recorded it at a Anaheim Angel Stadium. I'll just go okay. ahead and say, it. <laughs> hundred people showed. It was in the dugout. That's where we. That's where we subbed Pac-Man, right? It was in the that was it? Anaheim Bill Eggball seats. Uh, Roy Firestone sound. Roy Firestone. I tell you, guys, guys. guys my favorite please. thing when the two of you get together. Yeah. Because I've known you two. I consider you a brother, Ryan. Thank you, Sickle Cell. I've known you for fifteen years. I was just thinking about it the other night. It's been at least that. Maybe yeah. more. You've been a guest in our home for holidays, mm-hmm. Thanksgivings, everything. And my favorite thing when you come around is that you light Tommy up. That's really and nice. And the two of look you. Look how he lights up. He lo- I know. I'm telling you. Look, I'm so happy he's been all day. <laughs> he's got that guy's teeth in yeah. right now. <laughs> and the two of Feeling you better. start talking like black guys immediately when you get together. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, you start yelling in black. The oh, minute my you get God. There. All yes, right. Yes, you, you just did it in the dugout. Well, we were yelling at Pac-Man. Just yelling. Yeah. Oh, not yelling in black? I don't know. I don't know if we would call it like <laughs> in that. Black. In black. In black. Black voice. Um, in a funny black voice. The, uh, oh, you have brothers. I do. Do you ever smoke meth with them? Never. Ever thought about it? I have smoked weed with both my brothers, <laughs> okay. and that's as far as my drug really goes anyway. I'm not crazy. They, they've done a lot more stuff, but. Uh, You're someone who I always wanted to show this to. Um, smoke meth. Do you know about this guy, the meth, the meth guy? I'm not oh, sure. Shit, Let man. me get a look at him. Some, okay. I'm not good with names. We'll see. You- <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you've had any kind of erectile <laughs> disorder, oh, it's the Sam. I'm here to tell you. Sam. Forget about Viagra. Forget about salads. Forget about dick and plants and all that stuff. So I don't know if you believe me or not. God damn it, man. But if you like to see me smoke some meth with a small, limp dick, it doesn't get harder any other way. And watch it get harder and harder. The more I smoke, the harder my dick gets. It's unbelievable. He's, first of all, <laughs> he's making edits on this video. Oh, you know what's interesting? Every time someone new comes and sees yeah. it, they add a layer. You're right. But let's, can we go back uh, to This Christina's, is clearly a halfway house. Can we go? <laughs> I have a relative, my, my cousin's in one. This is like a halfway house right here. <laughs> Clearly. Do you want to go back to Christina's last point of what great framing and <laughs> <laughs> it's all there, man. These right. guys are all the camera's got to be man. under yeah. your fa- uh, under your chin. Is a layer is, is a layer in the uh, in the criteria? Is it also a, a ridiculous ask? Because this guy's like, you want to see me smoke meth with a little dick and then it get harder and harder every yeah. puff I take like a choo-choo train. The yeah. other guy's like, if you just want to send me some pussy shots and panty shots. It's always a ridiculous yeah. ass. You're right. Yes. That's, a, that's that really to the important. Box. That's actually well, probably the production value because there's edits. <laughs> yeah. And then 
And then well, I'm gonna say, every right, the ask should probably be near the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but wait, it's so. Here's the best part. As ridiculous as that is, right, which one? Right. This one. This. Uh-huh. It, this was the lowest, most. This is the least ridiculous point of this video. Let me continue playing this for you. No oh boy. Okay, you won't believe how good it feels if you're straight. You won't believe how good it feels. Your dickhead becomes so sensitive Ugh. that you don't need lube, you don't need spit. Ugh. You just stroke that dickhead this up and down four times. It's this hard to do it. And you'll shoot an enormous amount of very thick, thick, hot, white cum. Uh. <laughs> he is, this, is a, this guy's not a veteran at this. He's a veteran. Like, that's how deep he is. Yeah. Four times. Yeah. He knows all the steps. Wait, hold on. You haven't even heard the best More part. More time than I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I, I know I'm gay. I love to get blowjobs. And i tell you what, I cannot wait when I'm so fucked up and hot and horny on meth. I, I let anybody suck and get me a blowjob. That's nice. Anybody can do it. I mean, he's friendly about it. Well, here's the best part. My brother didn't believe me. But when he smoked with me, he put out his dick. I couldn't believe how big his dick was. He jacked off in four strokes and shot the most cum he's ever shot in his life. He's only 49, and he's fine. He has no neuropathy problems at all. But his dick Got a lot is of other harder problems. and thicker and even more cum. He believes me now. <laughs> you believe me now? <laughs> you believe me now. This guy just told the world his brother smoked meth with him, whipped his dick out, and shot a load bigger than he's ever ever has in all 49 of his years. Are That's you, unbelievable. Are you going to do that with your brother? I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for Christmas. <laughs> on, we got something else hard. to do now. So if you want to see me go from a limp dick to a hard dick, no thanks. I will do it this weekend, <laughs> and I'll videotape it. We got it. From just a small dick. We get it. He's using yeah. a phone. Why does he have Still saying videotape. Harder yeah. and harder. I'm going to videotape right. it. Let me know. That'd bother me a bit. If you say yes, I'll show it to you. Okie dokie. <laughs> like, why does he have to keep reiterating? Meanwhile, reminding he's you. in a halfway house, and just <laughs> off camera, there's somebody over here playing solitaire on a cot. Somebody over here has got some pea soup. <laughs> I know exactly and what's going not on. Even, they're not they don't even face. give a they're fuck. Like, like, whatever. Larry's at it again. He's <laughs> talking about coming a lot in his four-stroke. I, um... <laughs> I was back in Baltimore uh, for my shows this weekend, and um, I went to a Ravens game. And, you know, we make fun of the Baltimore accent all the time. And I heard so many really good uh, just one-liners, but with that accent. But the one that stood out to me was this guy. We're all in line at the urinal, and it's, you know, it's like five, six people deep, each one of them. There's always the one guy. He's entertaining the whole bathroom, and he starts talking about... If you had to, would you eat your own dick? You know, and that's in the bathroom. This is the question he presents to a public men's restroom, and everybody, this area, this corner where he is over here, they're all starting to talk about it. And one guy's like, first thing in my mouth ain't gonna be my own dick. I got two pinky toes and one dick, and I'm gonna eat my pinky toes first. So <laughs> they keep going, and he's like, "I'm asking a buddy of mine if we gotta die, you gotta eat me." He's like, "I ain't eating you." And finally, this one salty dude in the back gets tired of it, and he just goes, "Put your dick away and move on." I started fucking laughing so goddamn hard, dude. <laughs> Put your dick away. He's up there all talking to people, and he's like, put your <laughs> dick away and move on. <laughs> move on. On's, on. on's two, on. as, uh, two syllables. Oh, can you see? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. By the dawn's early white. Can I tell you what really bothers me about the four-stroke guy? Is mm. that he has to talk Wait, about- Wait, something bothers you about this guy? <laughs> 
So he has to keep saying, if you want to go from just a little, little limp dick to a hard Over dick. and over. He says it yeah. like fucking 10 times. Because like, he's actually trying to see who's excited about it, you know? Oh, he's, thro- he's yeah, throwing it out. see it get hard? And because there's somebody, there's guys out there who are like, Fuck yeah, there are. I love seeing hard dicks. Yes, yeah. and also my little dick. I want it to get hard. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. have we now to make sense of? A, I want to show you the submission <laughs> so badly. So I'm so let, disconnected. From are you it. familiar with this, see. Ryan? Are you familiar with? Good morning, Julia. I mean, so far I'm over here, and that's uh, sounds but, uh, like we're going to be consistent here. Did you, Let's hear this. You heard that? Did you, did you know what that was? It's me, Joe. You know what that it's is? Joe, isn't it? <laughs> but do you know who this is? Good morning, Julia. Is this the try it guy? No. no. Okay, fantastic. So he has no idea. So let me just give you a little background. So we were actually supposed, for people that don't know, we were actually going to talk to her last week. Mm-hmm. Julia? Julia. Yes. Okay. But the fires created like kind of, you know, this has, we, had, we kind of left here on a different day. Yeah, screwed it up. Okay. We're going to have her on, hopefully, I'll say hopefully, next week. We actually found Julia. Um Julia is a young lady who one day had an encounter with this individual. And the next day, and by the way, she wasn't like, what are you doing? Like, I'd like to talk to you more. She just met this dude. And then... Like where, do you know? At, I believe the at story the at, the, at the gym. So, so a public the, place. Yeah, the, the story what was being passed around was that she met him at a bar. And she let me know. She goes, that's not true. I didn't meet him at a bar. Uh, she said, I'll give you the full story. And I, and I was told that the correct story is that they go to the same gym and he just happened to pick up on her name and somehow got her info. She spoke to him like, like, hey, how's it going at the gym? And then next day opens her phone and gets this on her phone. Good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. Just wanted to say hi. Wish you a great day. Tell you that meeting you yesterday. <laughs> And getting a look at you was probably one of the greatest moments of my life. <laughs> you were so beautiful. You don't know how beautiful you are to me. I mean, just, you're gorgeous. You're precious. It's a little much. But it's it been awesome. sitting in my mind when you said to me you want to go back with your ex-boyfriend. Please erase him from your memory. Don't ever go back in the past. Mm-hmm. I know, because I've been there. Mm-hmm. And I understand He's when holding you know, on that you're haircut to find from the somebody past. and you go on dates and... Nothing compares to your ex, but there is that better person out there. And Julia, I promise you, it is me. I will love you like you've never been loved before. What? I'll cherish you. I'll make you f- feel like a woman, a real woman. And believe me, after you experience me, you won't even know who your ex-boyfriend is. Open up your heart to me in your arms. And your arms. <laughs> and your arms. Let's Uh-oh. go full throttle. Playing for the You can see me good. falling in love with you. Let's go full throttle. I just, I don't know, I just <laughs> looked in your eyes and I just melt. Full throttle. And this is someone he just met, keep in mind. I mean, a day earlier. A day yeah. before. The day before. So she gave her yeah. his, or she gave him her number? Yet. I don't think we so. Don't know. Cute little home. I mean, a, a normal guy like this wouldn't do anything shady, like pay to find out what her number was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would just, I'm sure she did. The story, I, I hate, I hate. Continue. I don't want to spread misinformation because we were about to get the full story from her. But uh, somebody who said that they were friends with her said that he even discovered her name by the sign-in sheet. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so like, yeah. how did this video get out, though? He sent it to her and she posted it? No. no. She shared it with friends. And she then they, like, someone in that yes. circle put started, it where? Started to share it more. No, just... 
Send it to their friends. It literally, this went viral this went from viral that one from woman saying, look yeah. at the look dude at I met guy. at the gym. Yes. And then it got sent to us. Well, actually, we, to be fair, yeah. BuzzFeed, I didn't know this at all. Because, you know, things get so big on yeah, the internet. so fast. The internet's yeah. so much bigger right. than us. You can you can get, latch on to something a couple of years. This had a life, on, I think, on BuzzFeed a few oh years my ago. God. Oh, years poor, ago. Poor a couple, like, like 2016, let's say. And so, but I mean, you know, it got... <laughs> some notoriety and then it died down we discovered this i don't know a couple a month months ago, ago yeah. i mean you know it's new to us has anyone contacted this dude well i don't know i mean i'm i now tell me this if you're like me so because we've shown this to a couple people now don't you feel like as a guy there's the part of your brain that identifies with what he's doing like you know I feel embarrassment for him because I go, <laughs> you don't feel embarrassment for him. No. Oh, I feel embarrassment for yeah. him. I'm going, I'm thinking about your question. Well, Is it's like, p- you know, that like you've met someone who you're like, I wish I could, uh, you know, uh, whatever. Like I, you met someone, you want to send them a message, but your brain goes, don't, not this, don't, don't put out too much. Like hold back. Like your own instincts tell you, uh, if don't go over the top, with like, oh my God, I love you because that's crazy to do. And it's like he doesn't have that part that goes for him. It's like just put it all out there, open yep. up your heart. She's gonna love this. She's if gonna I'm just love who I am. Exactly. That's what everybody loves about me. That's why I live alone with three fucking ceiling fans. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. He's the got fan. two in the kitchen oh, yeah. and, some oh, re- he, and some lighting. Oh, He's got a wow. lot of shit Wait, on the ceiling. Hold on. Here. This is my cute little home. Oh, thank everything God. Everything you see behind me. Everything. I built everything. Ah. Every square inch, from crown molding to chair rail to <laughs> floors, square to lighting inch. to plumbing, doors, windows. He built plumbing. So this is the type of guy you're getting. I'm a very handy guy, and uh, I'd love to build you whatever you want. Anything. How about a future? Sweetheart. <laughs> so I hope this video doesn't scare you. But that's how he I knows. Feel. Everybody he else knows. is fucking scared. Of course he, he knows. Okay? And I look forward to um, going out to dinner with you. All right. So let's make it happen. Oh, Chow be with double negative on the sign off. He knows. And the, he slipped on he the diving knows. board, hit his head, and fell in. <laughs> Two of them on the way out of that He dive. knows. Oh, he knows it's fucked up to do it, and then he's doing it. Anyway. You know why? Why? Because he ran this by a bunch of people first, no. and they all said, don't fucking do it. Like three people. Uh, right. like three guy, three guy yeah. friends. He was like, what do you guys know? You're fucking single. I'm sitting here talking to you idiots. I'm doing it. Look. Well, I'm so happy I can show can you I, this. Can I tell you something, though? I, I have a lot more um, <laughs> sympathy for him right now. Why? Like, I just feel, every time I see it, I feel I feel worse and worse for him. You know what I mean? Because I, I get the impulse, like we talked about. Because he's single? He's still single? Yeah, because, like, I see the desperation, and, like, he wants <laughs> so badly to have love. Yeah. And he just doesn't know that you got to be cool in the beginning about it. But see, that's the thing, is he thinks that is cool. Fuck. But here's the other thing. Again... Hang on. Just want to say good morning. I'm like, this is her to her again. My flower. Please my, say my it's the precious, next day. Yeah. Sum up. You couldn't wait. My soon to be my everything. Have a great day, love. Mwah. That's even that. Now it's getting What's weird. He driving there. You a still feel package <laughs> truck? What's now the, it's getting know. weird. Why? I don't know. I don't the know. first video is excusable. <laughs> the second one. And then she doesn't respond is yeah. like, oh, she might have been okay. busy, Christina. But now, oh. <laughs> what do you mean, you know? and that's how he's thinking. That right. is right. Now, how do you yeah. feel about this? Thing? Oh, Christ. Morning, Julia. <laughs> Needless to say, Julia, the last three, three months have been pretty hot. Uh, I love Julia, it. I, 
I turned into an internet star and uh, wait, is that really him? No. I was gonna say people are just sending. Yeah, in yeah, versions. okay. I was gonna say he went like the shit. This guy's busted eye. College town. And I met another girl, Julia. <laughs> Her name is Trisha. Good morning, Trisha. <laughs> anyway, Trisha's boyfriend. Uh, he's big. I'm getting he's sick. He's Things so went full spinning. throttle. The hand is healing. Full throttle. Uh, it's a full break. <laughs> Julia. What you need right now, Julia, a full break. Me. I took down all the crown molding, Julia. <laughs> I got rid of everything, Julia. The fans are gone. The fans down. <laughs> I got rid of everything. Full trial. Threw it out in the garbage, Julia. I lost. Uh, what do you lose? 73 pounds. <laughs> Julia. Julia. <laughs> Truly, this guy nailed it right here. Oh, me too. This guy is killing it. He's got black. Look at his eye. It's all. Is that real? It's been there too. It's starting yellow and shit. I saw your name on the cup. On the cup? So much to me. Is that how he saw it too? A cup? Come over, fucking piss on me. Try it out. That's the one I know, man. Man, I gotta tell you, our oh. listeners are so goddamn funny. The stuff that, like, on, even just on Instagram, the photoshops we've been getting of Garth and of you, Tom. Yeah, your me. Garth Brooks shit is. <sighs> I know someone in his team has had to be like Garth. <laughs> I'm a Garth Brooks fan, like legit. I am a Garth Brooks. You fan. are. You are. But I also, I'm a fan. I am. But I, I also, never knew that about you. Oh, I also, I love uh, Shameless. I love Much Too Young to Be This Damn Old. I like those Garth. What about Brooks Chris songs. Gaines? Chris Gaines. Mm, I don't dislike Chris Gaines. Are you serious? No, I dislike Chris I thought Gaines. I knew you. I don't like his alter ego. Uh, but I do like his haircut. That's cute. He the, actually the looks emo, cute. The emo yeah, haircut I like looks it. good on Chris Gaines. I like Gaines. the goth. Dude, let goth, me... I gotta get back. Arthur. But there's gotta, no way he hasn't heard this something yet. No, oh, he's got... Dude. Wait, hold on. Can we address something what? quickly before we move along? Is that the last time we recorded this show, we were under threat... Oh yeah, yeah. we're such assholes. Of fires and Sorry. just let's kind of because it was a real panic. <laughs> yeah, can we address that with the audience? Well, yeah, of course. I, I feel like we we're just, all over the place. Sorry. Yeah, sorry guys. It's, it, we've been recording this out of sequence. That's why. But just so you know, obviously we're back. Everything's fine. Uh, it was it was a little bit of chaos for a it moment. It was. It there. was a panic, and it we were terrible. and we lived we live uh, fairly close to like the for instance uh, an exit. One exit past us, two exits past us, was shut down. Yeah. And it was coming like And the this wind way. was moving it. Oh, and the, were you the, officially an evacuation? No. <clears throat> we we had a voluntary. So they yeah. were but they weren't like you have to. But I mean, this neighborhood basically emptied out, you know. Well, and if you wait for them to tell you to go, yeah. it's too oh, late. You don't have time. And they're babies. We got like we have you know, babies. Yeah, two young men. And Tom travels and stuff. I was like, let's just fucking go. I know. Anyways. I, I, so the amount of back. relief I saw on her face. When I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, let's just go. She was like, oh. Well, the, there was raining down ashes, and it was really smoky, too. Anyway, we're back. We're back. We're yeah. fine. Thanks for Everything's your fine. And thank you for all your kind tweets and your comments and stuff. This is what's hilarious. It's scary. So we're back. I was in that one right there in the canyon where you used to live. Uh-huh. Remember that one yeah. caught on fire early in the year? And yeah. we got the, um, it was like an Amber Alert style text on blasting on our phones that said, you are... 
officially on the line of evacuation. You're, it's a voluntary one, but if it creeps any farther south of like sunset, then you have to go. And it was ash everywhere, and we got out. Oh, yeah. It was scary. Go. That lady it looked like Armageddon going through there. Joe's yeah. Joe's was mandatory. And here's what's crazy: neighbors of his, their house burned down. It did. Uh huh. And but he also had neighbors that stayed home, and I'm like, what, dude? I'm like, if you're t- multiple houses are burning down, and then he's like, there's neighbors that are like, yeah, I'm just sticking it out. Jesus. I didn't even tell you today. I what? took our our tiny jeans to the doctor today for his four month yeah. appointment. Driving through, driving up north, I haven't driven. It's all black. Yeah. Everything's burned up, man, and houses and everything's just gone. It's it's fucking crazy. It's like yeah. the apocalypse going north from here. So. It's really scary. And it's exactly like two exits. Anyways, we're here. Um, so this is Garth's Instagram. I know. I've been on it. But I'm just showing. Loving like, it. So like you open it, look at the comments. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's Full uh, throttle. Yeah, it's full throttle. Mommy's all over the place. Uh, oh, really? Thanks so much. for Here's my new fan page. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry. The uh, G is yeah, G is going, going full. full let's trial. get fi- let's let's get physical playing, playing music. Yeah. I like that. Jeans up. It. Um, <clears throat> it's well, just been we've infiltrated. Oh yeah. Oh, you're socials. you're way deep come in later that for shit. moose soup. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, the best part about our fans is that they infiltrate. They get like your fans are. Let me tell you, your fans have been super supportive of me and my podcast and this album. And I still, from time to time, am asked if I really ate Hillary Clinton's asshole. Really, <laughs> I still. I swear to God, I still get yo. Did you really eat Hillary Clinton's ass? <laughs> Look uh, at this. People um, ask me that. That's on Garth's, Garth's page. Have you ever had the desire to call a hung in Philly on stage and have a, her blast a fart in your face? This is to Garth Brooks. <laughs> there's nothing they can do with that either. No, there's nothing they can do. That shit is on there. No. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Blast a fart in your face while the, he's at the concert. The, the Trans Canada Highway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you guys have taken oh, over God. his page and it couldn't make me happier. Oh, God. I know, me hilarious. too. Let me see. Me here. too. Nothing gives me joy like this form. Jeans up. Here you go. <laughs> right there at the A top. nice smile, Garth. <laughs> I know that they're all saying it from here. Nope. <laughs> Look you at all suck. those jeans. <laughs> Tom, they're asking me, like, do you want to sign up? They're all like tagging me and all his shit Uh-oh. now. It's fucking, I, I don't know. I love it. I love, I love it. it too. Studio? Yeah, you're right. Somebody like in his marketing team's like, definitely. There's someone paid oh to read that. What if we could get like, Garth Brooks to call in on the show? You know, we got Gloria Stefan to call in because of our bombardment on Twitter. Do you the think mommy's Garth got her. would be like, hey, I don't kill people like you guys say I do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we could start a campaign. Maybe. What do you think? I mean, this is kind of its own campaign right here. Good morning, Julia. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm making this video <laughs> so that when you wake up this morning in the trunk of my car, you don't freak out too much. Because I just need you to know, just like I fix my house, I fix your water heater, I'm going to fix you too. And if you keep making noise back there, I'm going to drive this full throttle. So funny. Hey, Julia. <laughs> the 
ceiling fan <laughs> store. This guy wins already. Last night was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Other than that time, I went to Motley Crue and got to sit front row in 1987. <laughs> I want to care for you. I want to cherish you. you. I want to varnish you and keep you in my remodeled house. <laughs> Never, ever let go of you. As you can see, oh my God. I remodel a lot. I have lots of ventilation <laughs> in this whole place. And Ugh. just think, you'll never think of your ex again for the rest of your life. <laughs> so come be with me, Julia. I open up your heart to me, Julia. Open up your heart, or I'll open it up for you. Throttle up in here. We'll go full throttle all the way. Love you, Julia. <laughs> Got a sponsor <laughs> He's got full throttle yeah. with him yeah. He's drinking Good candy. afternoon, Julie <laughs> I just want to say It was one of the most beautiful times in my life Hanging out with you last night <laughs> So, so I just want to show you here This is my, my school I built it all myself You built this All the sand over here I put in the whole playground I planted the trees That's the kind of guy you're going to get So I can't wait to take you to dinner tomorrow at Bob Let's do it. Let's go full throttle. All right. <laughs> 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 he did the kiss. The kiss. Andre. Oh, my, oh God, my God. My face hurts. <laughs> so funny. Uh, the kiss. Julia. It's me, Joe. <laughs> I just wanted to say that that conversation that we had the other night was the best 23 minutes of my life. <laughs> and from then on, I knew that you and I were meant to be together. <sighs> now, I could see myself bringing you around when I'm with the boys. Maybe introducing you to the seventh floor crew. <laughs> like that. You see this light? I installed it myself. <laughs> and sometimes when I sit and stare at it for hours on end, it just reminds me of me and you. Turned on and lights up my life. Oh, God. I'll let you make the distinction of who's who. He does a great impression, actually. Yeah. The, the, he sounds the just earnest like and the, oh, my God. Good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. <laughs> just wanted to say hi. Wish you a great day, <laughs> and uh, just want to let you know that meeting you yesterday and getting a look at you. This is great framing. Great First of all, it looks like it is 5.30 a.m. Yeah. Like, it looks like he's literally doing this in the morning. It is, it is, right? <laughs> so precious. And uh, it's, it's just been sitting in my mind. Brake lights lighten up his face and shit. Boyfriend. <laughs> just erase him from your memory. You're never going to see him again. He's in my trunk. He's dead. That's the type of guy you get. That's the type of guy you get. Uh, I love that. That's the fan Gavin. store uh, is still my favorite one. Yeah, it is. That's the, the winner. Uh, one last one here for today. A hundred fans. This is, I know. <laughs> Here's Matthew. Oh, my God. Good morning, Julie. <laughs> He's got one. He's got one. I just want to check in on you. Hope you're having a great day. <laughs> I just wanted to say, God, his house looks to like you it. last night was one of the best days of my life. Uh, <laughs> you're so beautiful, Julia. And uh, any thoughts of getting back with your ex? Just uh, put that out of your head. You can forget he yeah, ever existed. He backed uh, in so you can see it. That's nice. Chopped up in a black hefty bag in my garage. <laughs> a garage I built myself. By the way. <laughs> Everything from the crown molding to the floors. I keep you nice and clean. <laughs> my ceiling fans going full Let's do this thing. And, uh, you know, please ignore any pictures of my wedding day or anything that has to do with my wife because uh, I'll fucking kill her too. Okay, Julia? Mwah. 
god, this has gone to another level now. Uh, yeah. Oh god. Oh god, these are getting better. Those and better and better. Is. Oh man. Ah. I love our audience so much for these. That is so fucking funny. I know. It starts as a seed and then it grows. But also the guy in the fan store is in a public place doing that. I know. know I mean, like a manager could walk by and be like, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) Crown mold. Crown mold. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, 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 Oldest back here. But the life that this had on BuzzFeed, Uh, it didn't have this life. No, no, no. There's been no pulse for two years, and all of a sudden, y'all just fucking <laughs> yeah, Frankenstein we, yeah, this no. motherfucker. Well, that's why she reached out. She was <laughs> just like, okay, I thought this was in my I thought this was over. <laughs> I thought this shit was behind me. You were like, hi, Julia. <laughs> she seems so nice. She, <laughs> she seems, seems That's why lovely. he probably fell for all these yeah. guys love her. Well, what happened was, I, I, I'll tell you what happened. I bet you he said something, she was, and she's like one of those sincere, nice people who was like, hi, yeah, and, and made eye contact and saw him and was like, smiled. And he was like, this is my wife right here. I'm going to make this lady my wife. She just paid attention to me. Like really gave right. me a, a normal moment. mistake. I'm going to make sure I clarify that normal mistake would be like, cause I've made that mistake too. When someone's been overly friendly and I'm like, Hmm. Yeah. But my, as far as I'll go is to ask offer my that. number. Yeah. I don't ever ask for theirs. I give mine. If you want to call, you call. If you don't, I, you know, you're going to get the fucking point. You don't, if she never calls, you don't fucking send videos. You know what I'm saying? Like the normal, I think again, it's a mistake. That's a lot of times like with a waitress, especially their job is to be to flirty be, yes. and, and oh, yeah. you know be overly friendly yeah. and touchy and all right. that shit. Especially Hooters, that's their job. Yeah, yeah. We have a friend that used to go there quite a lot <laughs> at Hooters. Yeah, three of them. And he was very close to you. Do I he know live with is? you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's true, he, did. <laughs> he, he yeah. was a regular. He was, he was. He had a table, man. What are you talking about? And he had regular titties. He was. Uh, <laughs> he had. He was the guy. And there's guys like this who who at who like I'm the type of person who uh, resents the overly friendly waitress in a play like where I know they're coached to do it. I'm like, I, I stop smiling. Because I feel like it's so contrived. You know what I mean? It's inauthentic. Exactly. Yeah. So like when they're like, Hope you and then smiley face on the thing, I'm like, all right. Like I'm not a, I'm not a sucker. Like stop. Well the Hooters but girl he, is trained he's, that's what to, I'm saying. to to treat oh, you like so a I'm sucker. Dressed like they're to fucking treat you like a sucker. But yeah. He's the guy. Our friend is the guy who's like, I think that chick really likes He's yeah. Captain Savo. Like, that's yeah. who he is. Yeah. Like, dude, that she's trained to do that. He's like, No, no, no. Like, not for she, me. She put her hand on my arm and yeah. she told me it's if I was, she's like, you look happy today or you look sad today. I was going to cheer you up. I'm like, that's all coached. You don't know that that's coached. Wait, now that's a question. Now, hold on. So this mutual friend, because that seems to me to be the guy that's prone to making the Good Morning Julia videos. Is yeah, a guy that misreads 100%. the signs. So yeah. did this guy kind of overstep <laughs> the courting boundaries? <laughs> I don't know. I just a don't lot. Know. Yeah. Oh. Multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so many times. Um, I don't know how I don't know how much I should well, let's not, say let's to be not honest because you know, right? Uh, but uh, yes, he. Um, well, I'll tell this story. There was one time where he went into the back of um, L.A. Weekly and found a masseuse, and then he hit me up and he's like, Kay. "Got a masseuse coming over tonight." I'm like, "A masseuse, uh, huh? My- yeah, my neck and back have been bothering me." I'm like, "A house a house masseuse, huh? Makes house calls." Yeah, so if you hear the door, just, you know, let her in. I'm like, okay. 
And then she knocks on the door and I open it up and she's like, hi. And I'm like, are you the masseuse? And, and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, where's your table? Where's your chair? No. Where's your oil? Where's your towel? You got, you don't even have a fanny pack on. Like I've had massages. And uh, she's like, oh, and he's like, stop, stop, okay, stop it. So he lets, uh, he lets her in. Right now. <laughs> yeah, he lets her in. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, spends a few hours. And then she leaves. And um, no, no, uh, that's right. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. She doesn't leave. She, uh, he sends her into my room to take a shower. So I, I had left. I come back, and I'm like, hey, who's in my shower? He's like, oh, the masseuse. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I go, dude, that's basically a prostitute, okay? No, she's nice. I go, there's a lot of nice prostitutes. I go, but my wallet and shit are, like, what are yeah, you doing? Like, your bathroom. That's my room. Yeah, like, why, all my it, personal Why couldn't she? He had a bathroom. What? Because he didn't want her dirty ass in there, you know? So I go, hey, I'm beating on my door like, yo, you got to wrap that shit up and get out. Get out. Got to get out of my bathroom. He's like, don't be like that to her. I'm like, he's like, she's not like that. I get you just spent an hour and a half with this woman in your room getting a massage. What do you mean? She's, you don't know a fucking thing about her. So I do a show one night. This is back in the Ontario days when you would drive out and back and out and back. And on that Saturday night, remember you did an 11 o'clock show and I was middling. So I don't, I'm not getting home until one thirty, two o'clock, you know? And I'm always on an adrenaline high. I can't fall asleep right away. So I'm watching some TV, and it's about 3.30 in the morning at this point, and I see this bedroom light turn on, and I hear two voices. I'm like, oh, well, good for him. He fucking, he got laid. And the door opens up, and here comes the masseuse. I go, and I go, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I go, how much did that cost you right now? How she didn't charge me. I go, bullshit. She just wants to get to know me. She I go, You're, me. That's it. So does the Hooters. Yeah. He paid <laughs> a fuckload. Okay. I was at a strip club with him one night. That, wait, wait, but he did pay the, her. Wait, so you found fuck out that he yes, did he, pay that her. That woman's not coming over the for better, five hours no. for free. The better one. The strip club? The strip club one was him <laughs> so, going to a strip club Aww. multiple ni- nights. We're like, "Are you going back to the strip club?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "It's it sounds like a Good Morning Julia thing." Where Ryan's like, "How much money have you spent at the strip club?" And he's like, "In the last couple of days." <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, like, if you have to ask, hey, if yeah, there's a clarifier, he's like. like $800? Oh, like, my what? God. And then he was like, beat, beat, beat. But this girl really likes me. Oh, he no. He really, 100%. He, I, would, I went a couple times with him. And um, I, he's like, I'm going to go in the back with this girl. I'm like, oh, okay. No. And you just go get a, you know, <clears throat> you go get a lap dance or whatever. But those girls will fucking be straight up with you. Like, for a couple bucks, you know, we can work some shit out. So he was gone I mean, it was a while. And then finally, I was like, well, fuck this. I went, this is how long he was gone. He was gone for like 30 minutes. And I was just sitting in a strip club by myself, which <laughs> I always think is creepy anyway. So I'm like, well, fuck, I got a joint in the car. So I go out to the parking lot. I smoke an entire joint by myself. Okay. I'm out there for a good 20, 30 minutes. I go back in. He's still not back. What? And then, and then when he finally does show up, like another thirty minutes later, he comes from behind me, and I know that's where the ATM is. 
And I go, what the fuck, man? I said, I thought maybe you crossed a line and they were back there fucking you up. I didn't know, but I can't get back there. I didn't know what was going on. Didn't hear from you. Well, here's what happened. She likes me. She likes me. <laughs> no. He oh, said that oh, he can't come from head. Uh-huh. So he's paying for a blowjob, but he can't tell her, oh. hey, this doesn't really work on me. So he's being overly polite letting her do this because he doesn't want to stop her. <laughs> what he forgets <clears throat> is that you <clears throat> also have to, you're paying for the dance Per song. Right. He's back there for like six fucking songs more. So he's paying the dance plus fees. He jacked off in four strokes. Yeah, why didn't he just jack off? I I don't know. That's too I'm I'm looking into it. So wait. You should ask him, hey, can we pull up his That's what it was. It was like it was like a twelve hundred dollar night. Oh my god. He he forgot about the fucking I have uh, fees. I forget who it was that told me. I don't know if you Somebody we all somebody told me a story about twelve hundred being being at a strip club. I gotta be a stripper. I know being at a strip club no. and talking so, to somebody, like talking to the girl, yeah. just like I'm here, you're there. Yeah, and he was just like it just went on and on, just kept talking, and then after twenty or thirty minutes, he was like, "All right, you know, it's gonna go over here now and talk to somebody else." And they're like, "Whoa, whoa!" The girl's like, "You owe me." Like six hundred bucks, because that was like six songs, and he was like, <gasps> he was like, I didn't for talking, yeah, I the didn't know because that. Her, oh. Well, for her time, right? But, Correct, but I she, understand. She was saying Time's like, money. She was saying he that it was that he was talking to her in an area. That's the, that was I see. oh the bull, yeah. He was in the bullpen. He was in the bull. <laughs> like if he talked to her over there, yeah, it's all right. It's up to her. It's up to her. But I he was see. over here, and that means you're wow. And he got like you know then they. Security, he's like, I'm not paying you a fucking dime. Well, it's was it's not fair if you're not made aware of that policy beforehand, right. is it? I mean, well, that's of course not. not. Cool. I mean, yeah, if, if it's a range, then it's a range. Yeah, you're paying she for... should tell him, hey, dude, you, do you mind? This is what the deal is. This is a money seat. But yeah, this girl likes. Me. So well, that's he would have conversations. He got to know all their real names, all their real names, which, by the way, <laughs> isn't their real name. Uh, They've got right. three. Right. I'm Tyson. Okay, right. what's your real name? Chanel. It's right. probably Jennifer. Right. You know what right. I mean? It's right. none of those. <laughs> And he would tell them all the time. His line was, you're better than this. He would say that to these girls. And they were like, no, I'm not. I'm making a ton of fucking yeah, money. I have a great life. Right. School. Like, right. I want to do this. Yeah, it's voluntary. Wanna, he wants to save everyone. This now. is a perfect time to say, I, I got a message uh, this week from the uh, stripper uh, that emailed Hey, Tom, I'm a huge fan of yours and Christina's. I'm a stripper. I really love your comments on these weird try-it-out type guys. I have a story for you guys. This past weekend, I had a customer come in who was really into castration. Um, and I was wearing a plaid outfit. I guess this will make sense. He ended up getting a lap dance. Uh, but a lap dance uh, is not what he wanted. He laid on the floor in the lap room, in the lap dance room, asked me to stomp on his mm. balls with my sharp stripper heels. Great. While role-playing as a farm girl who's going to castrate her least favorite bull. Okay. I wish I had a video of this conversation. So do I. <laughs> so do I. That sounds amazing. That's I would love as to fuck, hear. Isn't it? So I love that, by the way. Good for her. See, that's but that's why it's good to be a stripper. He didn't she didn't have to have sex with him, right? She said, no, like, she crushes nuts. Yeah, it's great. She stomped on his nuts. That's, that's what I'm always saying is like the fart videos, the nut crushing stuff. That's easy money. That's money on the table if you're a woman and not doing those things. Now, let's talk about the psychology behind the guy that does the Good Morning Julia and, and the $1,200 mm-hmm. stripper. What's going on with him? You, you started to say a little bit that 
You think it's the he wants to rescue these yeah, girls? He feel I think that makes him feel good. You know what I mean? Like, but here's the other thing: it's 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 complex because after that night, after he was in the back, that was the first time he'd been with someone. He got in a car and he just took a deep breath and he looked at me. He started getting a teary eyed. He's like, I just, I think she was a prostitute. I said, she what? You gave her money for a sexual favor. <laughs> like she's a prostitute. That's the definite. And he yeah. was upset with himself. Oh, right. He was because like, he felt he was better than that. You know, oh, you see what I'm saying? Sure. Like now he's putting it off. Like, no, no, I, I'm better than that. I, I'm, I'm now one of those people. I'm like, they're the people you shit on all the time. That's who you are, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I, I really do think that, that particular person we're talking about, and this guy too, he wants to. Here's what he's saying: Look, look at all I can do. I can provide for you. I can take ah. care of you. I can protect you. I can love you like no one else ever has. And I know that because we, I saw your name on a cup. <laughs> I like you. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Quick break. <clears throat> Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Your Mom's House also brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. This is a simple, intuitive, non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. Super easy design. Uh, you'll, you'll easily read these charts, the market data. It's not going to be all codes and things that you're like, what? what does that mean? You place a trade in just four taps on your phone. The Robinhood web platform also lets you view stock collections, the 100 most popular, you know, things like entertainment, social media, and there's analyst ratings of buy, hold, and sell for every stock. You can learn how to build your portfolio as you do it. Discover new stocks and trade stock favorites with personalized news feeds and custom notifications for price movement so you never, ever miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving our listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build that portfolio. Sign up at yourmom.robinhood.com. That's Y-O-U-R-M-O-M dot robinhood.com. Gene? Gene, I have the best idea for a gift for somebody in your life that likes maybe techie stuff and maybe has a mouth. <gasps> a <What>? mouth? <laughs> That's kind of scared me for a minute there. That's right. This gift. Can you turn down a little bit? Jeez. This gift is something they'll use twice every day and was featured on Oprah's O list. And it's a perfect gift. I'm telling you, it's Quip. Q-U-I-P, an electric toothbrush. Um, and it's, well, we have them. I use them. I put them in my, I have it in my shower. It comes in a nice case. It's an electric toothbrush that has uh, sonic vibrations, gentle enough on your sensitive gums and a built-in timer with guiding pulses to remind you when to switch sides. Isn't that nice to have a timer? I mean, otherwise, how do you know how long to brush? Makes holiday travel easy with a multi-use cover that mounts to mirrors and unmounts to slide over the bristles for on-the-go brushing. And Quip is the gift that keeps refreshing with brush heads automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule 
every three months for just $5. And you can even uh, gift prepaid refills for one year. There you go. To make sure they're never using old, worn out, or ineffective bristles. I love Quip. They have over 5,000 verified five-star reviews. Quip looks like a big ticket tech gift with a stocking stuffer price starting at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash mom right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush, but you don't have to tell your gifty that. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash mom. Do you have a dental update, Gene? Um... I've actually been doing all right. Hang on, hang on, Let me hang see. On. Now, I think they're a little yellowy. Have you been um, brushing? Um, yeah, I've been brushing. I'll tell you a dental update for a two-year-old. I took him to the dentist last time, and uh, and and the lady goes, "You need to." The dentist goes, "You need to start flossing." I go, "Flossing my two-year-old?" She goes, "Yeah." I, I go, "Well, how do you suggest I do that?" She goes, "Well, I hold my son down. I just hold him down, and he screams, and I just go ahead and floss." As he screams. I'm like, I'm pretty that's sure cool. that's not that's the way, way to do it. That's the way to do it. Your children. That yeah. first dentist visit was horrific. <laughs> I know. Where he laid in like the tech's lap. With it. He was like, ah! I hate it. That's for me too. I hate it. She, but no. our dentist office has... Um, that's how we found the movie Trolls. I'd never seen it before. Oh, okay. they, have, they lay the chair back and they put a, a TV on the ceiling Smart. so the kids can watch some I shit up here. I bet we could do here. it now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was, she was not having that either. How By are the your way, teeth? Huh. Yeah, how are your teeth? I mean, I've been the cow ripping of good teeth for years and years, guys. I've had my teeth. Let me see. Yeah, they're nice. Uh, they're I didn't white. get my first. Now, look, there was a lot of work done to them, but I didn't get my first cavity until I'm 45, uh, 42. God, you're old. You're 45? Yep. Bert's like, Six years older than you. Kreischer? Yeah. He looks it. Yeah. But you're like 15 older than all of us. <laughs> Coming up on 60 plate. Okay. Do you, okay. do you think good. I look like OC guy or Cholo with my flannel? Christina's you know, I saw the, I saw your sure. post the other yeah, day. It's kind of fucked up. I'm going to go OC guy. Thank you. Uh, with a black on black truck with blacked out windows. Yes. Black yeah. Yes. Like, a, like a Raptor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a Ford Raptor, yeah. a Tahoe or something. A Tahoe. A Tahoe. Yeah. One of those desert trucks that you can tow your motorcycles uh, out uh, to the dunes. Right. Yeah, one That's, of those guys. He, he goes to the Salton Sea. Yeah. Come over for the queue, dog. You probably Q got dog. really long shorts and socks. You probably got this much skin showing on your leg. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, you smoke a lot of reefer. Yeah. Yeah, yep. you drink a lot of like energy drinks and shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, they um, love energy drinks. Yeah. Hold on, yep. I want to bring up one thing before we go okay. forward. This is kind of a yeah. mid roll. Uh, my our dear friend, you know him, Eric Lundy. Remember of course, Lundy? Yeah. Uh, this guy used to <laughs> write cartoons with back. He and I used to work, um, you know, writing children's stuff together for years. Anyways, he moved back to Kansas City and for the last few years. Has been working on a comic called Hollow Leg. And he spent years... It's crazy how <laughs> dedicated this guy is to this. I mean, I'm serious. The level of time, the time and commitment and the artistic craft building um, a, an, uh, a comic book catalog... Oh, he has an enormous. Year. He's, he's a fantastic the, artist. He just hit me up today. Artist, but it, this would be the equivalent, literally, if you have, if you've been like, you know, I've done stand up for years, and you're like, yeah, and be like, well, I never said anything till now, but um, I have 19 albums. Right <laughs> Yeah, like, literally. I'm serious. That's how he is. It's, it's like, like a 90 box set. That's yeah, how I mean, he is. Yeah, it's, that is it's true. that much. Yeah. He has built. If you go check out his thing, you're not going to see like, oh, this is a cool picture. Uh, maybe I'll give him a shot. You, he actually has the content ready to go. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, he sent me stuff over yeah. the years. I love his stuff. He's, and here's the best part about Eric. He was a stand-up comic 
Yeah. So he comes from our world. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a fantastic writer, and he taught himself how to draw. It's unreal. He, oh, I didn't know that. He self-taught, and he did it all in the last few years, and he's been working and working. Anyways, he's finally launched his brand new app, and I really I encourage you all to try it out. Check it out. He's also a mommy. He listens to this show. So, hey, Eric, shout out to the peeps. Hi, Lunderpants. Uh, it's called hollowlegcomics.com, right? Hollow Leg Comics. He's on Twitter, Hollow Leg Comics, Instagram, and you can download the app on iTunes right now. So, check it out, hollowlegcomics.com. Shout out to Eric Lundy. Amazing. Boo. Congrats. And he just got a dog. Oh yeah <laughs> More important um, He just got a dog I should plug the sale It's the holiday sale It's Thanksgiving week Black oh, Friday um, Here it is Here's the on Some of the online stuff That's coming for this year It's Black. already moving um, This was the uh, First item will definitely Sell out by the weekend So Jesus Wore Jeans Is our holiday sweater Jesus Wore Jeans t-shirt There's a stocking And ornament And then there's Santa Claus stuff uh, Christmas stuff and then we move into Christina's new ride or die stuff. The piss on me shirt, uh, home here now, try it out. It's just all there. So here's the deal. If you want 15% off, use the code TOMFRI, Tom, like for Friday, uh, at checkout. That's merchmethod.com slash Tom Segura. And it's all there now. And the Christmas sale's going. And this year, we're going to be supporting... Uh, Starlight Children's Foundation as our charity. All right. Um, That's good. Do you th- what do you think of this, Gene? Right here. Buddy. Watch this. Watch. This person is drying their underwear on the plane using the air. <laughs> Look at this guy looking around. I mean, I mean, seriously? Isn't that unbelievable? Look, look, look at this dude. Look at this dude toss his. Uh, his look around. This is my favorite part of this. He's like, no. This guy right here. <laughs> Anybody else seen this, seen this shit, man? It's so nasty. Ugh. She's pushing all her vagina particles and I butt mean, particles on, throughout the plane. It's not okay. It's na- People do nasty, nasty shit Nasty shit. Yeah. It's... Uh, Bare feet always freak oh me out. Especially life. when you find it here. Yeah, when they put it on your fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. It's disc- I've seen a so lot people of disgusting pick, shit. Pick their feet, pick their I've nails. I've seen diapers. Yeah. Now, right. especially that I'm a parent, I look for that shit. I've seen diapers rolled up, just left on the seat. No. And when they get out of the plane, I'm like, you fucking pig. I've seen people clip nails. I just want to tell a Red Table Talk family that, you know, Baltimore. this is going to be a difficult, sensitive topic. We are going to be talking about race and mm. racial relations between women. It ain't gonna be easy. No, because you and I have already had some conversations that we've gotten pretty tight about. Yeah. And really talking about all our biases, because the sad part is, is that I realize I've got some serious prejudices and biases myself. So... There's a racial divide between women of color and white women. We don't talk about it much, but it's real and it's deep. Uh-oh. Any comment about race, no matter how well-intentioned, can set off a firestorm which scares people away from even talking about the issue. Now, what about this? The thing that really breaks my heart is that white women understand what it feels to be oppressed. Because what of their it sex. Feels to, exactly, because of their sex. What it feels to be ostracized or not being treated as an equal. Right. You know what? I found this, this quote. I'm going to read it. Prejudice is the emotional commitment to ignorance. Hmm. 
Well, I have to admit, I'm guilty because I do have my own biases, specifically with blonde women. Blonde hair on white women just triggers me. (gasps) Blonde hair. (gasps) She has blonde hair. Both those ladies have blonde hair. That's her mom. Her mom looks damn good. I want to say that. Damn. That's why she cleared it up because she goes blonde women. Her mom was like, huh? Because I do have my own biases, specifically with blonde women. Blonde hair on white women just triggers me. Okay. I knew I had something special with Jada. I knew it. Yeah. She and I would be natural enemies, apparently. I guess so. Damn. You know, and I've had to catch myself. Did you have a specific incident with someone who had blonde blonde. hair? Absolutely. All throughout my childhood. I do remember experiencing (sighs) being teased by white women in regards to my hair, Mm -hmm. how I looked. You and know, I can, I can, feeling I belittled. I think it's oh. always interesting, though, when someone's like the way I looked, and they're literally like a perfect-looking human being. They're, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She's yeah, so, she's flawed. Yeah. She's like, I get teased about this yeah. face. Okay. Well, I mean, I believe her, but... She hates white ladies. Yeah, with, both with blonde, blonde hair. hair. Damn. What if she was like, you know, I hate, like, I get triggered by it. White women with blonde hair, Christina P, other people. <laughs> she just said so I love that. Yeah. She was like, I hate her so much. I love that. There God, is a I'm love so to, like, if someone that big hates you, you got to support that. Are you like, kidding me? That would be awesome. You got to lean in on that. Yeah. yeah like, thank you. Wow. I've I affected you enough that you hate me. I didn't realize. Hmm. Um, yeah. We have a prank call that came in from Fart Simpson. That oh, cool. For us. I like that. Uh, this might have been really his, like his Halloween one. <laughs> Thank you for calling. And how can I help you? My name's Tug. Hello, how are you? I just moved into this house about two weeks ago. There's been a lot of weird things happening since I moved into this place. Hmm. I've been talking with different people around town, and they've been telling me about different ghosts in this house. Are you trying to get rid of those, like, spirits in your house? They told me about this woman that used to kill moose or something like that and then make soup out of them. Okay. There was also a guy that used to let strangers sexually abuse him so they could live in his house. Um, I also heard about a guy that used to smoke meth with his brother. They would do sick and disgusting things with each other. Uh, Check this shit out. They even told me about this Asian massage therapist. (laughs) Later on, they committed suicide in the house, something like that. Okay. Have you seen or or what kind of things have you heard? Kitchen cabinet doors come open. Things fall out the cupboards. Okay. Um, Yeah, there's one. Call someone like you. So I'm going to need your help. Help me summon these spirits right now. Okay. Spiritus, Satanica, Potatus, Incursio, Et Secta Diabolica, Humanus Creaturus. Ghost, can you hear me? Human saltiest paradonis. Venom propnere. Propnere. You hear that? I do. I do. I do. 
Spirits, are you with us? Ask if you can live in peace. Spirits, are you here to harm us in any way? Ghosts, can you hear me? A lot of people, they never circumstances. <laughs> Do what? Say that again. Happening something inside now. I don't know what's going on right it. now. I feel like something's inside me now. I feel all this hate. Oh. If you're able to ask them to, to live in peace or to leave the home. Help us. Help me. Help them. Hey, mommy. Hey, help her. Yeah, yeah, and the ties. Jesus. What the hell just happened? What just happened? I just woke up and I'm covered in my own feces and my own urine. That sounds like they were they were definitely in your house. I'm scared. I just want to live in this house. Say something. Answer me now. Well, I don't hear anything. All right. Well, I guess it looks like these spirits are here to stay. I appreciate all your help, everything you've done for me. I'm going to go wash my shitty drawers. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Happy Halloween, mommies. There you go. There you go. <clears throat> Fart Simpson, thanks so much for that. Very That's good work. Well done, Fart Simpson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always good. <clears throat> oh, my God. Um, this last thing here I wanted to show you, because Christina was really into this. Like I'm it. still upset that Jada's upset with me. She hates you. I hate that. Jada I love Simpson her so you. much, and I, I watch Red Table Talk on Facebook. I don't know if you've seen it. It's, I do. I'm, I'm a Jada so, Pinkett Smith fan. Oh, my God. It's so good. They talk about Jada everything. Jada has to just worry about being Jada. I know. Hmm. That's really where it's at. Oh, my God. Fall and cannot get up. I mean, that's oh my air to a tragedy. That air, but that air? Alert, one touch so, of a button can that's get That's I've fallen and I can't get up these days. Yes. Yeah. Terror. So we were in a hotel room, was it during the evacuation? Maybe. And we Maybe. were watching television, and this comes on, and I'm like, oh my God, that's the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. Like the whole cheesy I fall and I can't get up is enough. <laughs> now it's horrifying. Get, now, now you're putting an image in in, in children's heads of their yeah. older parents yeah. who are home alone. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dark. Oh my God, that was terrifying. Uh, Aunt Linda. Yeah. She's gonna die. She's down there, man. Jesus I mean, the, Christ. the slow, like the slow build of yeah. the opening. You're like, what is this? This is terrifying. Like that's this grandma's. I didn't house. know what. You know what? I didn't know what the fuck you guys were about to show me. And this is this. This is a legit thing. That's yeah, what's yeah, about. it's real. This is where grandma lives. I know. Look at and that every- nice neighbor. Grandma's man. doing all right for herself. Yeah. 
And she's down there weeping she to herself. She might be doing a lot of these slip and falls. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? Grandma's got some scratch. <laughs> <laughs> she might be gaming the system. Uh, Look at this. It's a nice two two story house, and then she's and down then she's there like, crying. Face oh my down, God. sweet Nana. No, I thought she was face down too, but I see it no, now. She's, she's face uh, up. Oh, really? I thought, yeah. I, first time I saw country. it, I was like, man. But see her nose and mouth oh, is open, and yeah. No, she okay. can breathe and scream. Yeah. She's like, look, if you guys are going to have me lay but here see, for 10 hours, I'm going to need to be on my back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look at this dumb bitch, though. She was carrying oh, her Jesus. laundry, yep. and then her shit fell. Maybe she didn't carry that laundry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And right off to the side here, somebody's going to be like, and cut, lunch. We got it, Linda. We got it. Need help? No, you're right? Okay. You want Can I tell you about a, a gaming the system, a good game in the system that I just learned in Baltimore while I was there? This is... I'm proud... And not proud at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So the racket that I haven't seen here with these lime scooters <clears throat> and these bird scooters in Baltimore City is these inner city kids. <laughs> when you're just out there toward Harvard shit, they run up to it, they push you off of it, and then they take it because it's on your dime and however much. Oh, my God. And they just ride it until the shit runs out. And then you know where they throw them? In the harbor. So they had to start taking them away because they're throwing them in the harbor. Jesus. Oh, my God. So there's a bike share program. Um, and Baltimore City is the only city in the world that partakes in this bike share program that doesn't want to share the fucking bikes. They stole every bike. Okay, they're all gone. So they created something. Again, it's called the Baltimore Lock. It's the only city in the world doing this, and that didn't work. And now the bike share program is gone because <laughs> the bikes are gone. <laughs> oh, my God. Baltimore Humanity. City, man. <laughs> Humanity. They're hustling down there. Jesus, dude. Um, man, I got something. <clears throat> I keep coughing. Oh, I got AIDS. I maybe do. I got to get something. Um, sickle cell. Um, you're gonna be working with us pretty soon, man. We're gonna be we're working on this uh, project with a new studio, and we'll be putting out podcasts. And yours gonna be one of them. It is. Super I'm excited. S- I'm first of all, thank you. For having me, I'm uh, stoked to, to be a part of your. Uh, can we can we talk about it full on? Like your network is? Am I allowed to say that? I don't know what it's called. I just know we're going to be producing podcasts and trying to put out content. Glad to be on the umbrella play. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Oh yeah, I'm stoked for it. I really am. The, the goal, by the way, so people know, is is just that like you'll sign on, you know, whatever. You subscribe to podcasts, but also on our video channel, you just have like a full new show you know we'll, we'll try to get you something five days a week you know so it's like not us five days a week no no just something that like is you know related one day is yeah. ryan's show and then we'll have we have a few other people yeah. that we we think will be a nice fit as a companion to your mom's house so the whole idea is it's people that we know that this audience responds to like yeah it's, people, it's not people who you know you know everyone likes because everyone doesn't like everyone but it's people yeah. who the majority of we people are always like yeah like. We, we we like this person well i'm excited to have video like i'm excited <clears throat> to have video uh you know i want to take it i want to do a lot of stuff i have some ideas for patreon awesome patreon i, I, I want to put, that shit, put down. that shit down i'm excited to do some <laughs> stuff with you guys it's gonna be fun man it's gonna be fun we're and really just so fun. everybody knows the mommy's listening and watching we're not going to change our show, so don't worry. Nothing. Yeah. Your mom's house is going to stay exactly the same, except we're going to upgrade the studio a little bit. You, yeah. You'll see some cooler shit, some slick stuff, some neat stuff. Some real raw stuff, too. And yeah. we're going to get full physical. Trial, right? We're yeah. going to go full trial. Yeah. We're going to get physical with, with music, so that's going to be nice. <laughs> yeah. Physical with podcasts and physical with comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do a get physical with podcast fucking promo. Yeah. You got to do that. Of let's course. podcast. Let's get, let's get physical let's get doing podcasts. Podcast. 
I like that. I like that. I like that. I really like that. Oh, shit. You can't, you're smiling genuinely. You need to just, You do look like them, though. You That's do. what's like, well, Honest to God. You do. People, when they Photoshop it, I have to look three or four times. Like, is this really t- or Like, I'm like, is that just as eyes? Like, you kind of look like. But, Tom, do the Darth smile. Brooks, bro. Do Darth the smile, Brooks. but don't let, don't really smile. Like, make your eyes not match your mouth. You know what um, I mean? Like, just do this part, Tom. Go like this. That's how he smiles, Garth. But bigger. That's yeah. it. Without yeah, it matching. Like them, yeah. Uh, the just one like, that I didn't post, I didn't repost, but this one I was like, whoo, the Photoshop looks like it was too easy. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Just lay it right yeah. in there. Yeah. Facial yeah. hair. Just put a hat on Tom. Yeah. 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 Swipe Garth it Brooks. in and out, man. Because he's got blue eyes in the same coloring as you, I think, right? He does. He has, he has those really pretty blue eyes. They're yeah. probably Photoshopped. Wow. Tom's aren't. <laughs> no. It's already buried. Oh, here it is. <laughs> I mean, shit. Oh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> He uh, looks so ridiculous. This <laughs> <laughs> says, let's get physical. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Some really talented Photoshoppers on there. The are, yeah, you, got some, you got some beasts out there. Um, all right. The new album, it's, um, what's it Yay, called? Get a hold of yourself. Get a hold of yourself. Available. Everywhere. Everywhere. iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, everywhere you get it. Sickler's the best. Support the Thank album. You guys. Please yes, get it. Super and, funny. Um, number one on iTunes right now. Number one, play it. Sorry for the quick, abrupt segue. I forgot to do it live, so I'm doing it now. We're going to jump over to our conversation with Sean Anders, the writer-director of Instant Family. It's a great time. Um, uh, Sorry. Here's that. So excited and thrilled that this worked out. Um, It is holiday week, obviously. It's Thanksgiving week. And I can actually say that yours truly is in a movie that is playing in theaters right now. Whoop. You can take your family, take them today, tomorrow, all weekend long to see Instant Family. And we're being joined by the writer, director, producer, okay, okay. Mr. Sean Anders. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Hey, I just realized my chair is sinking now. Is it? God, ah, why don't I'll you lose some weight, this, man? Jesus. <laughs> we haven't had somebody weigh so much that sits here before. Oh, Bert's Bert sat Well, Bert probably broke, he broke the chair. That's true. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming over, first of all. Thanks for having me here. Um, thanks for making... Actually, you know, I, I know this feels hokey and sincere, uh, but it's I. you actually made a dream of mine come true by putting me in a movie. Wow. So, That's true. And I, I, I almost... I don't want to get too emotional. I'm going to r- remove eye contact. <laughs> I, um, no, but you know, when I moved out here, the honest to God truth is I never had any aspirations whatsoever to do stand-up. I didn't come out here with that idea. My whole thing was like, I just want to act. And I wanted to act in movies, not television. I love movies. And I thought I would be a comedic actor. That's, that's really what I thought I would do. I went to the Groundlings. I did some shows with Second City uh, groups, like, you know, sketch shows. And I was like, you know, I booked a couple of commercials. I was like, oh, this is like a natural progression. I'll be an actor. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I fell into stand-up and I started to work as a stand-up and then that went that way. But man, the last, it sounds crazy, 15, 16 years, I was always like, man, fucking sucks. And then as specials came out, I'd be like, there's not one fucking director that could watch <laughs> something that I'm in and be like, he could play a part. Turns out there was. <laughs> hey. And, and uh, so thank you so much for, for giving me the opportunity, man. Seriously. Well, no, man, thank you. You, you killed it. And, uh, and it's funny because my, the way I got started, I was kind of the opposite. I loved movies, but I never thought in a million years that I'd have a shot at doing this kind of stuff. So me and my friends just made a movie just purely just for fun. 
and just to have a good time and just to see if we could do it. And it turned into this nonsense, you know? So and you have a fucking crazy career now. <laughs> what, what did you first make? Tell us that. We made this movie. It's called NBT, uh, Never Been Thawed. And it was a mockumentary because that's what you do when you don't have any money and you want to make a comedy. And it was about a group of people that collect frozen entrees and they're trying to put on the first frozen entree enthusiast convention. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just kind of about subculture and nonsense. And, and we just did it purely for fun. And it, and it kind of, oh, geez. Oh, Is that it? I should not have said uh, anything. That's me. That's it, right? Yeah. It's amazing. You know what's so interesting about people who do right, incredible things okay. in their <laughs> lives is that there was a time when you were just, you know, this kid in Wisconsin who was like, I'd love to direct movies someday. And we just made this thing. And then this happens. Like, and so dumb, by the way. So incredibly dumb. <laughs> like just so, just painfully dumb. And, uh, I don't know how <laughs> that's how you describe yourself. Yeah. Painfully dumb. Well, we were just talking about Isabella right before we started yeah. about Isabella Monaire who plays Lizzie in the movie and she's just crazy talented. Yes. This kid. And it's is also, just... it's funny you say that though. Um, we were talking about how talented she is and what a career she has going. The other thing is like when you talk to her, a couple of things that come through, like in my experience was that like a, um, super intelligent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, doesn't conduct like when I talk to her on the set, I don't feel like I'm talking to like a teenager. Right. You know, you kind of feel like you're talking to an adult. Yeah. And I'm sure that contributes to confidence and success as a 16 year old. Right. <laughs> you know, because uh, that's not the way most teenagers conduct themselves. Oh, but that's what I mean is that when I was that age, I don't think I could barely even put a sentence oh, together. Oh, God. Yeah. And actually, she inspired me being around her. I, I started bringing my kids to work more often, bringing them to the edit bay and stuff because I thought I need to just, I need to make sure that my kids are around grownups enough to just get that confidence to be able to just, you know, when grownups come up and say, hey, what's your name? That's so go, true. Like, mm, yeah. yeah. You well, because you think of <laughs> grownups. <laughs> you when? always have this thing. I, this is before we even had kids. Where you always noted when we um, walk into like an elevator or something, mm -hmm. you're like the like you'd say hello to like a kid, and you're like that Absolutely. kid should say hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, like hello mm -hmm. to somebody. Well, which because, I was always like, oh, okay. Well, because the assumption is when you're a child that adults, because they're older than you, know everything, or they yeah. know better than you, and then you become an adult, and you're like, <laughs> you're like these oh. dumb motherfuckers, <laughs> yeah. these people are dumber than me. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? So. That and also having the audacity to dream big and to do the thing you want to do. It's so important, you know? Most I talk people about think, it I could never do that. Now. It's like, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, I talk about that sure. on stage now. Yeah. About, about going... Just doing it. Yeah, and I mean, like, I make Making jokes, things, obviously, yeah. but I, I do talk about like how dreaming big is like so important and, and, and not letting people... You know, because a lot of the times you say like something like, I want to make a movie. And they're like, yeah, you fucking yeah. idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, people yeah. are like, come on, man. Like, you're not going to yeah. make a movie. And, and people really say that a lot. More people oh, say yeah. that than the other way, you know? Right. Well, you were saying that your father was a mailman. Yeah. And your family is pretty, you know, they're working. My dad was a forklift mechanic. And yep. I think, too, the thought of being in show business was like, I may as well have told him I wanted to go to the moon and live there. <laughs> it was like, why would you even? Yeah, same. Were they supportive of you? Or? They were supportive, but the, kind of like what Tom said. My dad grew up very poor, so it was all about you got to punch in, you got to get a steady paycheck, all that kind of stuff. Sure. And I was like, I always wanted to do kind of what I wanted to do. And But my parents were always really supportive of whatever, because they never had that thought of like, I think they knew from an early age, he's not, this guy's not running for Senate, you know, so yeah. they were like, <laughs> so, they were, you know, whatever, whatever makes you happy. But, you know, I have to say, though, your, 
your attitude about all of that, it's really special being on set and having people around. And we had a lot of them on this movie who even people like, like Julie Haggerty as an example, who's been in like a thousand movies and has been doing it forever and still has this glee about the process and about being there. And whenever you have people around that are just like excited to be there, it it's makes it so much so more fun. That, that set was really something cool. He I mean. talked about it. Tom would come home and be like, I love everybody. I love everybody on this movie. Everybody's <laughs> nice. Everybody's I was normal. Like, I'm turning it's into great. an actor. I'm like, oh, you got to meet all the other actors. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such great people. But, but it wasn't, it's it infectious. Wasn't, but it also wasn't a, you know, for lack of a better word, it wasn't like an actory kind of vibe no. around there at all. Like, everybody was just really, really cool. Michael and, O'Keefe 100% thought I was a studio executive executive or producer <laughs> he came up because i was wearing the leather rust leather jackets and your like, douchebag outfits I'll, everybody all day would talk about my jacket like is that your jacket and i was like it's fucking those upset. jackets were inspired by my brother bob <laughs> so rust is based on your brother well he's got of. a little he's got a little bob mixed in there a little bit so hilarious but these people would come up and they're like jack but mike goes thanks so much and i was like for what this is like right when i meet him <laughs> and he's like I'm just excited to be here and i turned to john your writing partner and i was like he just thanked me for this job. <laughs> and I was like, no problem, man. It took like a day from the figure out that I'm in it. You're not the executive? Yeah. Well, I looked, I looked like a douchey producer on, the, on, on our park dicks. I had my, my leather thing with the stripes and sunglasses. I love like, your... This looks like a Hollywood dick. Can kind I of. tell you the best part about seeing, we saw the screening of Instant Family. I think we, I just gave birth to Julian like yeah. a week before and we went to go see it. And it was so stunning to see my husband on like the big screen and your beard was darker. Yes. They took the gray out yeah. and your outfits were so funny. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my God, this guy's such a D bag. Like, they put you in <laughs> this douchebag clothes. It was so funny. They, it, it was, was so good. It's, it really is fun. Uh, dressing in things you wouldn't normally dress like that. You know what I mean? And embracing yeah. it. That yeah. actually is probably one of the most well, thing, it's perfect for the character. The fun right? things yeah. about acting though is like, you know, doing things like changing your hair, changing your clothes. And then, do you remember what we did to you with that double? <laughs> with that double, remember there, there was the day that the double showed up because you weren't going to be able to be. There was a there was a shot. It didn't end up in the movie because honestly, the double was too far off. <laughs> remember, you don't remember this? Wait. So this guy, this guy shows up who's going to be the Segura from behind double because we were just going to get a shot. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to get a shot of of Tom and Alan walking toward the house on a day when Tom wasn't going to be able to be at that set. And the guy came up to just kind of like get his wardrobe approved. And you were going like, what? I don't look like that. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to remember when, I, when that would have he, been. He, he looked pretty different than you. Yeah. And, and we ended up not using it. Like super hot? Was he really hot? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was just ripped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so for people, I mean, obviously I've, I talked about, we used to do episodes when I was in Atlanta and between oh, um, life, yes. weeks, you know, while we were going back and forth. And then I've been talking about it coming up. And then you and I went on Rogan together last yeah. week. <laughs> but for the people that don't know, Instant Family uh, that you wrote and directed, uh, I should say co-wrote, right? Yeah. With John, John Moore. Um, John also produces and John's yes. there all, every yeah, step of the way. Every yeah. time. John's the best. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen him since, since this whole thing, but uh, I... I <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't run into him in anything, but John is fantastic. But this story is in, is inspired by your life, and uh, it's about foster care. And then you and your wife actually fostered, adopted three siblings. Yeah, and and this so like it's. A, I think it's. I was always thought it was important to note that that it's not just 
a guy going like, we should write a movie about adopting. Yeah. <laughs> and like try to hook people on that. It's like, it's influenced by something you really did. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. No, it was, you know, after going through that process and being about three years into it, it was actually John who said, you know, we should do a movie about this because he, you know, none of us knew any, I didn't know anything about it when I got involved in it. And I was surprised there aren't that many things nowadays, you know, where you get into, in the, into a process and you're like, Oh, I didn't realize that you have to take these classes. And I didn't realize that you, you know, there's so many things about it that I didn't know. Yeah. And John didn't know. So we thought, well, you know, it'd be good to shed some light on that stuff. And also we thought we had sort of a unique perspective on it, given that it is happening in my life and that so many movies that are made on the topic really just focus on the sort of tragic elements of it. But yeah. there's all these other elements of it too, that are really wonderful and, you know, full of love and laughter and all of that. So mm-hmm. we wanted to be able to kind of cover all of it. Oh my God. It's awesome. I, and I tell you, I'm pretty much, I'm a comic, I'm cynical. <laughs> I'm made of Teflon for the most part. I've cried on the show once last Last yes. week when our we, we were, were talking about the fires, fires and yeah. I was crying. But uh, I'm telling you, I haven't cried in a movie theater like that in so long. And then the laughs and the tears—it's really forth. so unique in a movie. You never, you don't get to go on that much of a ride, and it's such a well-done film. And Thank you. Everyone, go see it for Thanksgiving. This is a perfect week to it's take a perfect your family and go it, yeah. see it. And so, wait, how old are the kids now? Well, my kids are different ages than the kids in the movie. Um, so my kids are now 13. Uh, I, I hate it when there's that little pause and you're like, oh, I look like the worst parent in the world because yeah. I paused on my <laughs> yeah, kids' yeah. age. No, 13, 9, and 8. I know my kids' age. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, and it's one of the stories I like to tell about the movie that um, my, when my wife and I got into it, when you go see the movie, you'll see that the, the characters go to this bizarre thing called an adoption fair, which is a really controversial, strange thing. And we went to one because, you know, they, the social workers invited us and we went there and it was one of the weirdest things we've ever been to. And we did meet a teenage girl there and her younger siblings, uh, like the characters in the movie. And we did not, we did not feel ready to sign up to have a teenager in our house, but <laughs> of course. this girl seemed great. She seemed really cool. And we just thought, all right. So we wrote her, we wrote them down on our sheet with just a lot of trepidation. And then, uh, and then before anything happened, uh, they, the social worker called and said, these kids have been in care for four years and this, the teenage girl is really holding out hope that her mom's coming back. So mm. she's refusing the placement. So anyway, that's why we have a teenager in the movie. Cause I never forgot that girl. And then when it, the time came to make the movie, I really wanted to put a teenager in because those are the kids that really, you know, are misunderstood. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and, uh, but yeah, my kids, so what happened in my case was shortly after that, our social worker called and said, Oh, but there's these other three kids. And that's how random it was. It was just wow. like, okay, there's these other three kids. And they were six, three and 18 months at the time. Oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> how did you do it? I, I don't know. It was it was horrible. Well, and especially going <laughs> at from, first at first it was horrible because the normal I mean normal whatever traditional route is you have a newborn and that right. you're thrown into that chaos and that's like your boot camp for being a parent. But you got like all three children at once, and we were so stages. cocky. Like we really thought. Oh my like, god! We thought no, no, no. We can, we can. You know, I mean, we knew you kind of know intellectually there's a storm coming, but like you don't, you just don't now, realize. I, did you Jeez. at the time that you when you first got your children? 
Was it school's time? Were you like able to have at least your own? No. And that's a great question. Nobody ever asked that question. And that's the thing is that, and, and they're strict about that stuff. So it's like, welcome to our home day one. Okay. And then our, our two younger were, you know, they, they didn't have to go to school, but our oldest, our son had to be like right into a new school like that day. Oh, wow. So you don't even get a minute. You know, Whoa. it was like we had to go and sign him up, and then it turned out the school that was closest to our house didn't was over full. So, we, but it, the other one was like, you know, point yeah. <laughs> two of a mile further away, sure. or whatever. And uh, but no, it's it was so it was just everything immediately. It was just school and teachers and kids, and it was Jesus. intense. Yeah, it was intense. Do you have the kids or the oldest or all of them seen the film? Oh yeah, and. They, oh, they love it. They, they love it. They, I mean, they they don't see it because it's not. It's not a biopic about our family. They recognize specific moments that they remember, but they've been around for the whole thing, including when I was talking about it, when it was a script, because I would, we'd be having dinner and I'd be, my wife and I, and my kids would be trying to remember certain things. And, and then they would come to set and they were in the edit bay. And so they've been around. It's been a cool experience for them. Yeah. It's been a really cool experience. And for your wife? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my wife, one of the things I love about my wife is that she has absolutely zero craving for the spotlight at all or (laughs) anything like, you know, wish my wife. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like if I did a podcast, my wife would never be a part of it. She would not. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Guys, how dare you? Uh, And if I did a podcast, my husband, sorry. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's your podcast. So anyway, uh, no, she just, so this has been interesting because she has been, you know, in these interviews and in certain things, and she's been great about it, but she's kind of like ready, like ready to be done. <laughs> ready now, to be done. You guys, you must have some fun because the one thing I was thinking about t- earlier today when you're on your way over here is like your children are Latin. Um, my mother is, yeah, and my mother looks distinctly Latin, right? And like I, you, uh, yeah, right, mm-hmm. like me, like my my younger. It's weird the way genetics work because my younger sister looks like a carbon copy of my mom. Right. And then I definitely, my dad, who's like a white boy, white boy, <laughs> uh, I just inherited, you know, the fair skin and everything. And throughout my life, I can tell you countless times where I'd be with my mom and talking to someone and then they'd be like, who's that lady? I'd be like, <laughs> that's my mom. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "You're? did she adopt you? And I'd be like, no, <laughs> that's actually my mother. Uh, do you run into, um, you know, I guess you'll probably... You know, at some point, it gets like countless looks or whatever. But do people go like, "Are those?" No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, so often, it, you know, either I'm just with the kids, and I think people just assume pick that, up on that my wife is is Latin or whatever, you know. Okay, okay. Um, and you know, it's funny when we were going through the classes, the the foster classes, because you have to take these like eight weeks of classes before you before you're certified. And they talked about that a lot. And people get really jumpy about that, about like, well, what are, what are people going to say? And how are people, you know? And we, we had that moment of, well, how are people going to perceive this as far as us being the white family and all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff? But we didn't have any worry at all about like, oh, no, people are going to know our kids are adopted. I don't care if they know our kids are adopted. Right. I mean, and that, that's, I think, part of it is that people are... I think nowadays people have a much better understanding that you're, you love your kids just as much. If That's true. This is a different know. era. For but there sure. was a time, I think for yeah. a long time that people would almost approach it with pity. Like, Oh, couldn't you have your own kids oh or whatever, God. whatever yeah. crazy Christ. things people would come up with. But we don't, no, I don't, I don't really, my, uh, my I wish older you sister, adopted me. <laughs> <laughs> my older sister has, um, black hair and dark eyes. 
and she married like basically a Nordic guy. Yeah. And so both of her children are blonde, blonde, blonde with blue eyes. And everywhere, she's like, everywhere I go, they ask me like if the mother knows this <laughs> because they all assume she's the nanny. And oh. it makes me so happy <laughs> because they're like, where does she live? She lives in Florida. Okay. And so, she's just wow. like, she's like, she'll bring them in and they're like, and then as, as their mother aware that, and she's like, I am their mother. <laughs> and they're like, okay. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. She deserves it. Now, um, so this is the, what I, okay. Are you ready oh, for this? Oh, before we do that, the other thing that I just wanted to give you credit for, oh, because you're the only okay. person that said this, um, when you guys came to see the movie afterwards, when we were talking afterwards, you said that you loved that Pete and Ellie, who are played by Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne, seemed like a couple that actually loves each other. Yeah. And I was so happy that you said that, because okay. because as we were making the movie, there were, uh, there were different people along the route that were like, they should be fighting more. They should be attacking each other no. more. And I was like, you know, that's not really how it was for us. For my wife and I, we, you, you kind of, you have to kind of stick together a little bit in that situation. Well, it's you against the kids. Yeah, exactly. But you were the only person who you. actually said that. I'm very smart. And I was, I was, observant. it made me so happy. Oh, I, call, I called Beth and I was like, Aww, you know what she said? That's sweet. <laughs> Thank I'll, you. I'll, I'll say this too. I mean, like we, we watch a lot of shows together. One of the thing that just over time that we've realized is that totally removed from this film or story, it's such a bummer to watch uh, couples that don't like each other, you know, like in movies and entertainment. Like, <laughs> I it's know. Like you see all these shows it's where, the like, worst. the show will be like, here's the reality of marriage. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, um, you know, just bickering or the resentment. And you're like, okay, I mean, maybe that's some rea- somewhat of reality, but like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I don't want to watch. I got a piece of advice from a really good friend a long time ago. And she said that her mom gave her this advice, that her mom told her, you, people are going to tell you your whole life that relationships are hard. Yeah. And she said, it's not true. Yeah. Bad relationships are hard. Yes. Good relationships are relatively easy. Thank wow. you. And I think, I mean, as, as, <laughs> as dark and just crazy, funny and bizarre of places that you guys go into on this podcast, as much as you guys might not want to admit it, a huge secret to the charm of your podcast is how much you guys obviously enjoy of one another. Of course. That's true. Yes. Yes. And ironically, it's kind of a family show in a weird way. <laughs> well. In a Weird way. <laughs> uh, it's our family. But yeah, I liked watching uh, the couple in your movie because they also had normal reactions to extraordinary circumstances. I don't know if you guys kept it in the movie, The Final Cut, but where's that one where uh, Mark Wahlberg is kind of to the wife being like, should we give them back? Should we give them yeah, back? And no. I liked it. I liked that because I'm like, I can, I say that about our kids all the time. Like, do we make a big mistake? Well, it's really funny because, yeah, the scene that, that you're referring to, they're, they're just sort of at their wits end. They're at a very low point. They're lost. They're scared. Right. And they're talking about there's got to be some way back to the easy, quiet life right. that we had before. And my wife and I very much had that conversation. I'm not <laughs> proud of it, but what I've found, and sh- I've been screening the movie for groups all across the country, it's really funny when you show it to regular general audiences, they sort of gasp at that scene. Oh. And then, but then when you show it to uh, adoptive families, they roar at that scene right. because they're all like, oh yeah, yeah, we totally had that conversation <laughs> like seven times. <laughs> right. Because it's just, it's a hard adjustment to make. And then yeah. once you do make the adjustment, it's the best thing that ever happened to you, but you still have to get through that hard time first. Of course. I think even, yeah, I think that, cause we just had our second baby. So you, then you start to go like, Oh my God, what did we do? <laughs> like one was manageable. One, we could still leave the country. 
two is like fucking chaos, man. Well, I'm gonna crush you right now. Three is a great. It's a great number. I'm <laughs> shut up. No, <laughs> it's shut down. I have shut Actually, it down. Actually, I've said it to her a bunch, and she's Negative. yelled at me. I was like, "Come on!" I don't have. It when they me. get a little bigger, three. Well, that's one. Fine. When they, when they oh, get yeah. a little bigger, three is such a great number because they can kind of pair off. If one of them wants to be alone, the other one still has somebody to play with. Oh, and they shit. kind of like, it, it really is. A, it's a it's a more manageable number than you think. Oh, I don't know. Think about four. No. <laughs> no. I did tell you this. I mentioned this, I think, last week when we did that podcast. But um, the funny thing is that ever since being in this movie and talking about it, man, emails left and right, messages left and right about people who either have adopted, are going to adopt, or know someone that is adopting. Yeah. So you end up learning, you know what I mean? That's cool. And even one of my friends, uh, Greg, told me that his sister and her husband are adopting four siblings this week. Oh, wow. wow. What? Yeah. yeah. What are oh their names? Gosh. Um, I don't know. Oh, who is it? Greg uh, Coleman. He's a comic yeah. uh, in Minnesota, and he was wow. like... Wow. See, when you hear that, what's, here's what's so incredibly cool about that. Four siblings run such a high risk of being split up. Here we uh-huh. go. Greg Coleman. My sister and husband are adopting four kids next week. Wow. The entire fam is going to see Instant Family next week as a warm-up. <laughs> Good for them. That's, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. Now I want to adopt a third. <laughs> Just add four. Oh, my go. gosh. <laughs> well, no. You know that when my wife and I, when we went to that adoption fair, we also met five girls oh that were God. between two and like 12. And I just, I just was watching these kids going like, oh my God, nobody, five kids. And my wife was like, there's no way. <laughs> five? And, yeah. And, but we ended up, this is how crazy we are, that, that when the thing with the teenager didn't work out, we did sort of, because we just kept thinking about these girls. We're like, they're definitely going to get split up. They're going to get split up. So we called the social worker and we were like, what about these? And she was like, oh no, they placed them all together. Oh, we were, and God. we were like, thank God. Oh, good. Oh, good. They got <laughs> yeah. So... Um, That's really so, crazy. but it made it. It was like swinging five bats on the on deck circle, you know, and the yeah, because <laughs> it was like you know. Then after talking about five or talking about a teenager, all of a sudden three younger kids seemed a little more manageable. All right, it, it wasn't, but it seemed it wasn't right. though. But it's so interesting, and I like about your film too. And I think because I just had our second child, is like you you don't realize how complicating parenting, how complicated parenting is until you really do it, and you're like, oh man, there's so many emotions. Like I go from like joy to anger to exhilaration to exhaustion all day. Well, you don't realize all how day. crazy you are yeah. until the kids come in and sort of draw that yeah. out of you. And then you're yeah. like, oh, I'm a psychopath. Yeah. I had no idea that oh. I was this insane. <laughs> yeah. I had this uh, full the two hours while you were gone with our big boy was... I was like, I'm going to walk go? with him. <laughs> then I'm on a notes call. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's uh, fun. Yeah, doing a notes Screaming call on kid. a walk with him. He's like, trash cans. And I'm like, um, <laughs> I go, yeah, that other scene we could probably. He's like, trash cans. I'm like, oh, just like, and then, it just reminds me of bikes. Yeah. I, I can't, yeah. I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah. You just have to surrender, you know, right? Like, isn't there a point where you're just like, fuck it. It's just chaos. And then he wrote on there. On the couch. Oh, right, yeah. right. We got back, and I was telling Sean, I started to talk to him like he was going to give me an explanation. I go, why would you do that? I told you not to do that. And he goes, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're never going to get it. Damn it. I know. Like, Anyways. Well, we had this thing where where we always have these meetings. Like, like we'll have dinner, and we'll be like, okay, it's going to be like family meeting night. We're going to you know, talk about whatever we need to talk about. And my kid said to me at one point, you shout too much. 
And I was like, I know I shout, I hate shouting, but you guys won't listen to any, to one syllable that I say until I start shouting at you. And then all of a sudden you're like all ears, but up until then. So then I said, how about this? How about I say, I'm about to shout. And when you hear I'm about to shout, just take that as I'm already shouting and then, and then listen to me and look at me. Right. And they were like, okay, all right, we can do that. And then it'd be like, okay, you guys, you guys, I'm about to shout. I'm, <laughs> I am about to shout. And they'd be like, whatever. And uh, then I'd be like, ah! You know? <laughs> now they're listening. Yeah. yeah. Keep shouting. God damn it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sh- I want to shout. Oh, you're going to shout a lot. <laughs> yeah. Two boys. Yeah. God damn it. Shit. You know who I wonder shouts? Okay, here Welcome we go. Inside Studio G, where music is first here. And uh, <laughs> I like it that way. Really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Uh, uh, is that supposed to happen? Right there, right there. <laughs> the rage. You're a director. The rage. Look at that yeah, look. Yeah. That's a great emotional a turn. Knock. That scene right there. <laughs> yep. Right. There's look knocking. At that. I got. Because this is like this I'm is thinking about. Is this supposed to happen? I am thinking about <laughs> reaching under someone's chest plate and removing their heart with my bare fucking hand. Yeah, seething, seething. To me, happy birthday to G. Oh, happy birthday to G. Raging. Okay, buddy. Um, Rage. Sure, pal. I don't fucking. Do you ever get? You know about? You know about uh, Chris Gaines, right? Yeah. And he, his, yeah. Uh, that was his character. His alter ego, right? Oddly, there is a song in Instant Family that was written, I believe, for Chris Gaines. Really? What? Not performed by Chris Gaines. But, but written a, for him. There's this beautiful song that we, we use near the end of the movie called It Don't Matter to the Sun. And I think the first appearance of that song was on the Chris Gaines record. Oh, and then it was later what? It was later covered by Don Henley and... Um, I think Stevie Nicks, or I, I can't remember exactly who. Maybe it was just Don Henley. I well, we know, definitely played some Chris Gaines stuff hundreds of episodes before, but we've been talking about Garth so much that yeah. people have asked, uh, you uh, know, more about can him. Can I tell you, I love this so much. This era that we're going into. <laughs> of this, I just, Garth I don't. Stuff. I'm so, I'm enthralled with him. I'm fascinated He's by the psychology person. of this. He's a fascinating person. I Here love people's um, social media. So people don't know, oh, Garth years ago got sick of his successful career as Garth Brooks. Yes. <laughs> decided he was going to play uh, an alter ego, Chris Gaines, whose parents had died and he was doing different type of music. And oh, I didn't know there was a the backstory. Oh, yeah. The question that I get about Chris Gaines is, what's it like to play two different people? And, and the answer is, first, let's get one thing straight. I'm not playing two different play- people. I'm playing one. Uh, the Garth Brooks thing is just who I am. What? Oh, the Chris Gaines thing, though, the closer you look and the more you find out, you realize Chris Gaines is Garth Brooks. So all it is is a stretching of the arms. And all it is is taking Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines and putting them together the same way we took a song from the 60s and the 90s and put them together to create a new song for the millennium. It's probably the crossroads where Garth and Chris meet dead on and probably the most they're alike. Do you know something? I don't know. This is the most sincere I've ever seen him. Yeah, yeah. When he's yeah. talking, well, you know why? Do you know why? Because Chris Gaines is his shadow self. It's yeah. the darkness inside it of him darkness, that he's yeah. finally addressing. So right. when he's talking about the darkness, he's alive. One of my favorite I love things. It. That's, that's actually a really good I, analysis. Thank you. 10 years in psychotherapy. Yeah. Go I ahead. I bet also the Garth Brooks character, even though he says that's just him, my assumption is that 
it's him, but it's also anytime you have a public persona like that, that's a lot of work to kind of yeah. keep, to keep that up and to be the. <laughs> well, that's why it looks. It seems. I was telling you, it feels contrived and ex- more than anything, it feels exhausting because it, it, there's nothing natural about it. Like he doesn't go like, "Hey, I'm coming to your city." He's like, "Hi." <laughs> yeah, I'm, coming to your I'm city. the nice guy. I'm, I'm real. I love y'all so much. I just want world peace. And you're like, all right, man. Like no one talks like that. Sounds like you're in a beauty pageant contest. Yeah, you know, it does. It feels and, forced. And I'm not saying he's not a nice guy. I just, I'm sure I don't he know is. Think about him, but but I just know that especially. I mean, the guy was like the Michael Jordan of country music for like ten years. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so you know, to just keep that up has got to be exhausting. So to to just pretend like you're somebody else for a while mm-hmm. had to be like yeah. His, the most funny ever right. had, you know. Well, he took so much time off. He took a. He's how famous he is. He took a lot of time off um, to. I think it was to raise the kids. Is what oh, the with story. Trisha? I'm sure it was just to bury bodies, but it was. He said he was taking <laughs> raising his kids, yeah. and then now he's back on tour. He's doing stadium like football stadiums. Oh, and they are selling out like in an hour, like wow. stadiums, bananas. Um, but this was him also explaining. How he uh, photographs differently for Chris Gaines. Okay. The hard thing about uh, playing Chris Gaines as an actual person that you're filming is for a guy that's 220 pounds to try and look small, and Chris is this supposedly kind of a, a smaller uh, built artist. So in all the pictures, it's easy because still goth. photos. I love it. You suck your cheeks in, and your yeah. face becomes real thin, and you can you can do that. There's Chris. The problem is when you start singing, these big old cheeks come out again. <laughs> Weird. You know, Chris uh, will be the first one to tell you in his biography that he's had a lot of great relationships that he has personally thrown away himself. Oh. So uh, oh. when it comes to women and when it comes to commitment, oh. he's not really the first guy in the line. shadow. Oh. The, oh, shadow. the shadow self, there it it's is. It's the darkness. You the should goth. do this. You should do uh, like a Vegas, like not a, you know, not an Andy Kaufman thing, but like, uh, you know, you should do a skinny guy, cool guy, like not that you're not skinny and cool, but you should do like a... You know, you should do an alter ego comic with long hair. It's a great idea. Yeah. It just does like really, you know, stuff that only... 15 year olds get right you know yeah <laughs> didn't you have rodeo yeah i did do rodeo for a while <laughs> i don't know this one rodeo uh would do uh urban rooms and uh, <laughs> he would wear oversized white t-shirts he had like a pencil thin beard and then he had a call he would go hey ho rodeo so like for the punchlines <laughs> um, but i would do only like hack premises like you gotta hit your kids man you hit your kids. <laughs> yeah you probably make a fortune though right now yes just blow blow myself out of the water Forget yeah. It. yeah like my age was like you gotta stop touring as yourself <laughs> yeah they don't want that anymore Thanks. you're stuck with her yeah oh can i say before i forget i was so excited and this is so corny but so excited to hear bauhaus in your movie oh third you, uncle dude she's the greatest ever yeah. I, again only other person only person to ever mention that Thank yeah you. what a great song very that observant yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. are you do you like goth music is that where you got that from? i don't I, no not goth music you know like i'm not like you know uh an aging goth or anything but i did I really am. i always really loved bauhaus and, yeah. and peter murphy and love and rockets and yeah what the fuck now how did you <laughs> that's i didn't know oh good I well, love that stuff to to, too. You both used to go to lesbian clubs a lot. Lesbian <laughs> clubs. Yeah, that's what he's Goth yeah. clubs. Uh, well, I was so impressed because I never hear, I've never heard that song in a movie. And I was like, Tommy, that's Bauhaus. That's Bauhaus. That's such a great so song. So excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I didn't uh-oh. say that. Chris said that. Oh. That's weird. Well, it's 
better. So, anyway, this guy comes out with this long hair, and he hides out for three or four years because he's really not happy with his face, which upset me, but, you know. And he kind of looked like Prince, you know? Except... This guy gained a lot of weight after the car too, you know? Oh, so this is explaining so, the Chris look. is what he looks like. Oh, he's showing them. The chicks love it. Yeah, of course. There's... Oh. Okay. Oh, is that the unveiling? Oh, yeah, that was unveiling Chris Gaines to wow. an audience, yeah. What a yeah. bizarre thing. It's just... No, Sean was saying he, has, he, he can't put any faces <laughs> to... Um, people we've he's heard on our show like uh, oh see i don't i, I don't want this i, uh, I, I don't i don't so, want this that's the first time anyone's ever said that uh, on our show i listen see i was saying to tom that, that i i only hear your show because i'm always yeah. driving when i'm listening to it so i haven't seen any of these lunatics and yeah. but the pictures in my mind are are frankly worse than that so okay <laughs> okay all right i got you, you feel- Canada has an asphalt belt and this says the buckle. Woo! <laughs> I want to see if I can't. I got to be careful here. Sorry. Jesus, Tom. I'm sorry. I can't believe how big his dick uh, was. You don't want to see that guy. Okay. You don't right. want to see the four-stroke guy. Do you uh, have a research person that digs for this stuff, or is it all you? No, no, no. We have. Uh, we would now have two staff. Um, so people send in emails, yourmomspodcast at gmail.com. It sometimes gets like 5,000 plus emails a week. Um, I know, and it's like, and <laughs> yeah. they they have to we have to work it in tandem to just dig through. Stuff. Have you told the story on your show about when the video when the um, trailer for the movie first hit? Um, <laughs> well, there's a couple things that are pretty funny <laughs> that have happened recently. There's the trailer, which is now, by the way, that trailer. If we do uh, YouTube, let's see, um, Instant Family, it is 100. percent uh, it has 10 million views. The trailer, Jesus. Does. It, I mean, for a trailer, right? It's it's pretty nutty. Um, oh, she's so pretty. People who take foster kids are really special. The kind of people who volunteer when oh. it's not even a holiday. We don't even volunteer on a holiday. Over a half million children are currently in foster care. The county puts these on because they can match a lot of kids and parents quickly. Look at the big kids. Everybody's avoiding them. I'm going to go and say hi. But they're teenagers, okay? They use drugs and they watch people playing video games on YouTube. We're not equipped for any of that. Hi! Just FYI, we can all hear you. <laughs> hmm? It's okay. Go mingle with the kitties and uh, don't give it another thought. Bye-bye. She was cool. Lizzie comes with two younger siblings. Three kids? Too much. Oh, oh my God. God. They're adorable. <laughs> Why would you show us that? That's wrong. Here we are. Make yourself at home because you are at home. Do you like the Clippers? Oh, I'm more of a Lakers fan. Oh, no. You hit me because I like the Clippers. I think the Clippers are awesome. They were smart for trading Blake Griffin. Their best player. Ow. Just stay there until the fire department comes, okay? All right. There's, um... This trailer has almost 11 million views now. And if you go in here, look, the third comment, Tommy Buns. I want, so, this, I want this out right now, right now. This is from our show. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, adip, adopt me, feed me, try, try it out. out. Uh, highest and tightest trailer I've ever seen. 
So here's what happened. <laughs> the, so the, the marketing people at Paramount, one, wonderful <laughs> people, good people. They, they're very nice people. Uh, they, uh, they, they put up the trailer and, you know, it, it's always kind of like, okay, they worked really hard on this thing to try to, you know, get the message across mm-hmm. of what the movie is. And then they want to see how people react to it. And the reactions were really, really <laughs> positive. But mixed in <laughs> were all of these cryptic, bizarre things from, from, from your fans. Yeah. And they were like, and, and it took everybody like a few beats to be like, what's going on with this trailer? Oh, what is, yes. What the hell is high and tight? And, uh, and, then, and then they called me to tell me um, that I, I knew at that point, but they called me to tell me, those are just Tom Segura's fans. They, they love him. And, and, uh, I, and I, it was, it's been really fun. Oh, and, yeah. And now with people, what I love is that there are these great, people have been posting these great, you know, your fans have been posting these great, you know, things on Instagram or whatever that are sort of admitting that as cynical as of kind of humor that they like, yes. that they are, so many of them are really digging the movie and, and obviously loving Tom. In well, it. and I think cause there's real, <laughs> like I, that moment I was discussing earlier with the, they're like, Oh my God, what have we done? There's real moments of it's funny, but it's also real play. There's nothing corny about this movie. Do you know what I'm saying? It's I not hope, like, yeah. oh god, what? it's it's really a good, genuine. They anyway. had to. They finally got to editing some of the IMDb uh, trivia, which for a month was just <laughs> made Your mom's up. House. Yeah, yes. it was. Yeah, oh it was just god. mayhem on there. Yeah, right now they're the 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 top piece of trivia <laughs> still says Tom who stars as Russ was famously known as the water champion <laughs> as well as beating the world's fattest man Bart Grizzler in a weight loss competition. That's Hilarious. obviously not true. Uh, <laughs> that's not or that's not trivia for movie fans. Um, kind of is. This right here. Oh uh, my god. He, this, this is just crazy. an actual review of the film <laughs> based on true story by director Sean Andrews at home family life. It's a full review of it. The film is bolstered by a strong supporting cast. <laughs> Tom Segura keeps things high and tight <laughs> as the impishly maniacal husband of Ellie's baby crazy sister. It is a small role, but a notable one as Segura effortlessly adapts his warmly sociopathic <laughs> comedic stylings. Unbelievable. That's crazy. And then they co- go on to like write a really great review, but unbelievable how you guys... I love uh, warmly sociopathic. Oh, warmly. So <laughs> Everyone's hitting me up with that right now. So, yeah. I don't know that anybody's yeah. ever been described that way. Yeah. No, and I don't know if anyone no. ever will it's be. It's not an easy again. thing to be. No. Warmly sociopathic. You know, this show started kind of uniquely like that. Wouldn't you say, Tommy? This uh, show was yeah. started as like a dance between... It, originally, it was Tommy and I playing Gigi Allen. Do you know Gigi yeah, Allen? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> we love that documentary, um, Hated. It's so good. And then we played another documentary, Stevie. We're in all weird. It started yeah. the dark, weird, weird shit so that we weird. like. Yeah. Stevie. Huh? And then what happened yeah. is the, there was people that were like, "Yes, we like weird too." And then they kept emailing it, and then we kept playing it, and now it's it's listener generated. He drinks, the show. And he does. <laughs> Marijuana from Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets so sad. <laughs> like, oh, I know that documentary will take a lot out of you. Oh yeah. 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 Don't watch that at the beginning of your weekend. Yeah. No. When you walk up to a rattlesnake. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, okay. So here's. By the way, have you, have you guys ever seen My Brother's Keeper? Wait, is that about a slow adult? So, well, it's about these three old men in upstate New York who lived on a farm, and one of them murdered the other one. Hmm. 
Put it on your list. There you it's, go, Tom. it's very darkly disturbing, interesting, oh. just weird. Okay. I, I guarantee a lot of By your listeners will cool. know what I'm talking about. By the way, okay. did, had you seen Tiptoes? <laughs> I know. You know, it's funny. I was just, as I was driving over here, I hadn't caught the last episode yet. So I was just catching up on the last <laughs> episode. That is. <laughs> Are you making that up? Is that no, it's real. That sounded like as I thought they must have just cut no. something together. It seemed no. like now I will say this. Um Whew. how does that happen? How does that movie get made? Well, and the funny thing is when you said the date, you said like oh three or something, which yeah. which doesn't seem long ago enough <laughs> for that no. to have happened. No. Because if you had told me that, oh yeah, in nineteen eighty three they did this, it'd be like, all right. Right. Well, maybe. But really? Permissible in eighty three. <laughs> well, they said I mean, at least this was later, they the, somebody said that the there was a cut of the movie that was actually great. And, you know, that happens when someone right. gets fired and then the studio's like, edit it like this. And I, I mean, uh, not to... Tiptoes. But like, I mean, no, this is really... <laughs> oh, no. uh, see, I only heard it. I didn't see it. Together was perfect. This is weird to me, the blowjob. I've got to get going. Like, right in the trailer? Yeah, it's a bit forward, no? Hey, sweetie. I love you. There's one small problem. And the voiceover, Sarah. I'm Ralph. I'm his brother. We're twins. And it's Gary Oldman. It's too, Gary Oldman. Is, Are your parents? Wait, that's Gary Oldman? Oh, the yes. Little guy, yeah. It can tear them apart. I think you're going to let me know that everyone in your family is a midget. They're not midgets, Carol. They're dwarfs. Whatever. Or bring them together. And the voiceover. I was so obsessed with like the... It's bad. It's like the like comedy sounding. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, like if you were making a parody, you'd have this guy do the right. voiceover. <laughs> yeah. You know? Hey. Welcome, I'm Steven. Oh, there you are. This is Steven's father, um, Bruno, and his mom, Kathleen. And over behind the bar is Steven's brother, Rob. Hi. You could have prepared this for this, don't you think? If you embarrass me, I'll never speak to you again, so just get it together. I there by the drink. And they treat them like they're like you have aliens. I know. Yeah, like, really yeah. Like, it's yeah. not just people. Yeah. But it's like like you mean these people have disabilities? The yeah. fuck? <laughs> no heads up on that. You could have told me he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> That's when the, the weird. Gets rough, it's only the size of your heart that counts. Would it really be that big of a deal if our kid was a dwarf? You knocked up this great girl and you didn't tell her that her baby's probably gonna be little. I'm not like you. We are so cute and cuddly. Don't they discriminate could, could, against yeah. us. Well, yeah. they're also southern gets, and little, which is interesting. Gary Ullman is English, right? Yes. Wow, but Peter Dinklage right there had like a French accent. Where he was a French. Well, you know, choices. They let them make choices. You know, <laughs> was he Cajun or something? I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I guess he it's discussed. So this. weird. Um, man. I'm talking about Matthew McConaughey, uh, oh, who I believe yes. you played twin brothers with. We yes, I was his smaller <laughs> twin. This is Tiptoes. Yeah. Tiptoes, in which he played a dwarf. I did play a dwarf. Yeah. How was that experience? It was. Um, you know what? It was. It was. A, I must say, it was a little. It was a little strange. It didn't turn out as well as we thought it might. It's one of those oh, where yeah. you... I mean, it's all a roll of the dice, I guess. But, you know, it's not my finest hour on celluloid. <coughs> well, I, I really wonder, because it is an incredible shame if... 
Because, you know, you've seen where they take The Shining and they recut the trailer and make it look like a romantic right. comedy. Yeah. And it, it is amazing what can be done with music and cuts mm-hmm. and whatever. Sure. And it would be really heartbreaking to, to find out that this was some beautiful movie. Peter that, Dinklage <laughs> yeah, said that it was. Yeah, thought, yeah he yeah. said that. He the, said that it was a, a And this the trailer film. was cut improperly. Well, he said mis- the film ended up getting, like, the studio changed the entire film. Oh. But there was a cut uh, that was, he said it was great and that it just completely. We got to get a hold of this, though. Yeah. But, but the title, um, though, too. It was strange yeah. because I spent all the shooting time on my knees with, and I worked with, with real little people, you know. Oh. So they would say, okay, that's, you know, one hour lunch. And I would stand up. It's odd. The thing that made me think it was a parody when I was just listening to it was the title. Yeah. And the way the guy said the title, Tiptoes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like an SNL. Yeah. It does. It seems yeah. like, It doesn't seem real. Oh, man. Tiptoes. 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 <laughs> tiptoes. Okay. Are you ready to do what I asked you yeah, to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This is what I was telling you. I don't know why I agreed to do this. This is my idea. Oh, shit. I, you agreed with yourself. To I agree with myself to do this. But the reason I think I think I did it because I actually, when you like someone, you don't mind feeling vulnerable around oh, them. Oh Christ! And all I do What's is happening? make fun of people. You know, we make right? fun of people. So I, I feel like this could be so embarrassing. But you know, I'm just going to go for it. Oh Christ! I asked Sean to pull my audition. Oh team. no! <laughs> oh my God! I'm embarrassed. Already. I'm so embarrassed right now. I'm shaking. <laughs> oh shit! So, You're actually blushing. I am. Uh, it's, it's it's mortifying. Oh, I can't watch. Uh, see? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I, oh, it's so painful to watch these things. I know, but um, not that you probably you probably did great. I but think I don't know. I did actually. <laughs> um, Auditions are so hard. I wish we had a telestrator for this. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on, hold on. That's uh, so embarrassing. Uh, well, I did not, do, you, do you do a lot of auditions? I, I not a lot, but sometimes if I like it, yeah. Do you know what we do? My sister's an actor, yeah. and so what we do when we when we run auditions is we always have a note out in the lobby that just lets people know you're coming into a friendly room. That's nice. We're, we're like we just let them know that hey, That's if you so want to try nice. some things, like whatever you want to do, is cool with us. Because I just when I when I have to audition people, I feel like the biggest jerk in the world because yeah. it's just one person after another coming in and we just destroy their dreams. One, it's one brutal. After it can be. I mean, <laughs> I I've prepared like, auditions where I've had to prepare characters and sketches and things yeah. and the the, pers- the casting person will be typing the entire time and I'm like I spent oh, that's like awful. a week preparing these you know we I've don't let that. anybody do that yeah. I've, had, I've had somebody um, oh. mm. I've had somebody read emails as I was auditioning yeah. for them yeah that's that's yeah. the worst yeah this is my that's version that's nice that you do that good morning Julia oh this I is, thought that was you that was no, your audition this is my version though good this morning is, Julia this is my good morning Julia oh okay. god I'm so embarrassed okay so the reason I, I asked him to do this is because Sean actually one thing that never happens when you audition for anything is that you talk to the director afterwards and he tells you about the audition you know what right. I mean? How it went. Right. Very. <laughs> you don't get to hear anything. You never hear normally. anything. Just silent well, radio and, that, and by the way, to be clear, that's what's so brutal about auditioning yeah. is that you have to go in for, and and you can't blow it off. You have to go in and prepared if you if you want to have a shot at it. And so often on our side of it, we're looking for something really specific. So more often than not, as soon as somebody walks in the door, you're like, oh. not like right. You just know they're right. not quite right. And every now and then, somebody will surprise you, and you'll go, oh, okay, this isn't what we had in mind, but this is different, and this is cool. 
cool. Um, but it's it really is. I told my sister, I said, you need to to be a reader at auditions. It'll take the pressure off because you just see one person after another coming in. And the best thing you can know going in, especially for the colder the audition is, is just know you're not getting it. Just go in just knowing, this. I'm not That's getting this. Right. And just, Who gives a don't shit? Don't be nervous. Just have a good time with it. And Because if you do, you do. And... You know, but that's, it's, um, it's rough. It is rough. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and that's interesting what Joe Rogan, I, when I just did his podcast a couple weeks back, was saying, uh, you just can't really give a shit when you go in for auditionings. Auditionings? Auditions? <laughs> Auditions. Like for Fear Factor, he kind of went in, he was saying, as a joke. He's like, he is this real? Stupid, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was kind of shitting on it, and they're like, you're the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing is, too, it's yeah. like you... Um, the like even talking to Sean about the this movie like right before, I would you know read the script and he would give me some insight about like another character, like oh yeah but the person who plays that should be like this, and I was like ah oh, see I didn't even pick up on that hmm. Re- reading this reading I read your script and I and I thought that this part should be played by this type of actor and he was like well no because blah 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 but hearing that insight about that yeah totally made me go like oh see like I I didn't even know how that part should be played. Did you I go just, method on set? I was very, me- people couldn't even talk to me. Okay, yeah, you wore that jacket the whole time. This is, uh, this is, God. Okay. So I think this God. is my original. Oh my God, I can't. Can okay. I leave and Are come you really back? Gonna, no, you're going to love so this. Embarrassed. You're love, what are you embarrassed for? I know, because I, I feel your, my more, I'm right. Yeah, all right, like I get it. All right, here we oh, go. Oh, fuck. You dragged us halfway across town to see this shithole? Wait, just have a little vision. I mean, once we express the hard roots, clean up and concept in the kitchen, maybe a pergola over the patio. What do you guys in pergolas? They don't keep the sun off you. It's like a bunch of stripy shadows. Everyone's still hot. Look at that place structure in the back. And the schools here are fantastic. And if you have a baby, I mean, when you have a baby, we are having a baby. We are having a baby. She's manifesting to the universe, something she does now. I say if the universe gave a shit about what we wanted, it wouldn't have me paying out of the ass for a beach road. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. You know I'm just playing. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Hey, I know. If this place is so great, why don't you guys move it? It's not bad, Tom. No, I'm not. I'm not mortified. But this was what was wrong, though, right? This no, was the bad well, one? no, no, no. We talked no, about. We this. talked about this. We yeah. So this. here's the. Oh my god! I, I'm <laughs> well, so first uncomfortable. Of all, here's the other thing so that's that's funny about that. A lot of people don't realize about auditions too is yeah. that as the writers, you're hearing people do the dialogue, and they're always doing sort of like the longest version of the scene. And when you read a lot of people, it really helps you to cut down the scenes and figure out what to keep and what to let go of. But the poor actors they've had to go and do like the longest most tedious version of sure, the scene possible sure. um so that's part of what we're seeing here too but no so to give you some <laughs> some insight on this i was on skype while he was doing this and it wasn't bad there was nothing bad about it <laughs> but but there was a problem with it yeah. and the problem was he wasn't warmly sociopathic uh-huh. <laughs> no you know you know what it was it was missing right. his I jeans were, it, it were was his missing, jeans loose it was missing his low resting heart rate <laughs> that is what it was missing because right. he, he had but if you watch what he's doing he's he's good he's he's funny but he's just like he's trying harder than he tries when required. we see cuz cuz what i really responded to when i saw his Stand up was I liked this kind of leaned back that he would say kind of sometimes outrageous things, but just say them like, all right, 
you know, I just said that, so what, you know? Right. And then when he came in for the audition, he was more like here, like just sort of laying into it. And I was like, oh, shoot. But I didn't know because you have been in anything else. Yeah. I didn't really have any frame of reference. Is this, oh, is this just a choice or can he not do that? Low yeah. resting heart rate thing. My low resting, my <laughs> well, serial killer acting. And, and plus, I mean, I've never been in a movie. Oh, no, I mean, uh, but fil- I guess film acting too. I mean, your head is huge. So minimal acting, right? Like you have to ca- kind of play it smaller than you would if you were on stage. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yes and no, depending on what you're doing. Sometimes you got to go the other way because sometimes, it's, you know, I think with this guy, yeah, he had to be bold without seeming like he was making an effort to be bold. Right. Um, because also his character is a little bit um, dominated by his wife in, in places. Right. So he had to be, you know, that guy who is just kind of that sort of devil may care guy. But he, when he does care is when he just doesn't want to piss off his wife. Wow. You know. Um, Both of my girls, Lindy, right. Kevin, Ellie, and please. wonderful husbands, and Russ. All right, Janie. Don't go busting my balls on Turkey Day. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to watch. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. That's, Please. She's asking me to stop. <laughs> well, because I, I know what that is. I've done these. It's fucking mortifying. I know. It, the thing is, you know, so, oh, like even asking God. you to send these, which I'm so happy you did, I started to get that thing of like, what if every audition I've ever done could be accessed? No. How, how embarrassing would it be to showcase all your auditions? Because oh like, this is one where ultimately it worked out, <laughs> right? Because yeah. like I booked a job. But um, I think about all the ones I went on where you walk out and you're like, oh my God, that was so bad. Like when you well, know it's bad. And what is that? <laughs> what is that in our brains anyway that, that does that to ourselves where it's like you're doing this thing, you're putting yourself out there, you're, you're being bold, you're taking chances. You're, that's the only way you're getting anywhere near anything that, that, you know, big in this world. But we're so mortified by all of that. You know? uh, I think, you know what it is? It's like, I mean, for, I, I say for this, it's like you're, you feel like you're, when I'm showing this, that I'm showing something where I was trying. Yeah. And sometimes the, the truth is we all have these standards where you want to be seen as great. Without, without effortlessly yes. great. So you want to be like, oh, you want to see my audition? And someone sees it. And the, you want to feel like everyone's going to be like, that's amazing. And anytime it's not that, you kind of are a little bit, depending on how far from that it is, embarrassed by it, you know? Yeah. Because you yeah. want it to be good. I mean, for stand-up, you know, oh, God. we at least get to showcase that one time where that. we prepare, prepare, and prepare. And it's, you know, it's months of, like, preparing, and you, you show that. And you go like, okay, because it's well, perfect. It's yeah, near well, perfect. it's near. It's like as as good as it can be. And even then, sometimes, it, I mean, if my stand up came on right now, I'd be like, okay, we can turn that off. Like, I don't want to, yeah, see myself do well, it. Well, in stand up, I've always thought that this is what's really interesting about stand up is that a, a huge component of stand up is being self deprecating mm. of of acknowledging whatever your own folly is or whatever. Right. So you're supposed to be up there presenting like, I don't know, I'm just this regular goofball of a person and this is just what I think about things. But at the same time, you're supposed to be this entertainer and and you're supposed to be kind of cool on some level. And it's a, it's a tough balance to get all that to where 
and and so much of it is just making all these people feel comfortable so that they can laugh, right? You mm-hmm. know, because that's the thing. Like you've seen comics where they just they immediately they make you uncomfortable, and you're like, I don't. It doesn't matter what this guy's gonna say. Yeah, I just feel so bad for him right now. Oh not, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I mean, I think thank God with stand up at least, probably with everything, but with stand up, you know, the longer you're the one doing it you start to feel more comfortable with all the elements of it. Mm-hmm. Right. The performing and the writing and the, you know what I mean? But I had the dream to do it when I was younger and I didn't really? have the nerve. I'm not going to lie to you. Hey, I never had the nerve. I was just like, mm, probably eh. too healthy for it. I love that that was where normal you're... <laughs> psychologically. Let me see. What There's they... so many different components to stand up though. I think it's a psychology game too. Cause you're reading the audience. You're reading everything yourself, well, see, them. Uh, by the way, what, what, one of the reasons I brought this up, was that last week when Sean and I were on Joe's thing, mm-hmm. he talked about how, how I, le- I, le- I leaned into this one, but then he actually called me and remember I worked yes, on it. Yes, I remember. Him. I remember this so time. So I don't have any of those, but I just want to see just oh, two Christ. more seconds of what this I is. I can't, Tom. So, oh, ass, like, when are the new P150s coming in? I'm like, I don't know, so Dwayne. Weird. My crystal balls and the they're back. We got some news. Okay, I can't. I, I can't. Yeah. I Please. see it now. I do. It was a little. It was yeah. dialed up a little bit. It was dialed up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no. So what happened was Stressful. I I called him because I was in Atlanta and I and the other thing was I also had really high hopes. I was really excited that you were coming to read for Russ and I I like you already had the job. Oh. But you didn't. But I didn't. Because <laughs> then I saw it and I was like, oh no, I don't know if this is going to work completely because I need that. I need that 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 thing. I need that that sort of relaxed vibe. Grounded, yeah, with right. this guy. And uh, so then I called him and I said, "Would you be willing to come and work on it?" And by the way, that's also really cool for somebody to to just say, "Sure, I'll take time out of my day," and not knowing if I'm going to uh, get it. And, and it's cool for someone to <laughs> offer to work on it with you. More importantly, yeah, I think it's I'd cooler say. on your end. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what we did more than anything is, re- it's not like we were just practicing it all day. We were mostly just talking about it, like you said, just yeah. talking about the character, talking about the movie, and it was really fun. And um, you gave me this then, note, by the way, during filming a few times too. Like, which one? like uh, just like throw it away, chill yeah. out, lean back, don't. Yeah, like you you brought that up. I remember that a few times. Yeah, throw it away was was always good for us. Yeah. Just just let it get out there and don't you know. But I let it, let I also come. just so you know told him this. I confessed that when I left this audition, this one that clearly was not what he was looking for. <laughs> That I called my agent and I was like, I knocked that shit out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> I was Hilarious. Like, I was like, I would be amazed if he doesn't Isn't say. Isn't that funny? <laughs> like, I swear well, to you. And then he called me. He was like, he he said, I remember, he goes, he uh, he didn't say it was it was perfect. He said that, you know, that you could... Uh, Maybe uh, improve it. Like, he was so delicate. I was like, what are you saying? He said, can he call you? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, he can call me. (laughs) You know what's interesting? Now that you say that, okay, how come it's the auditions you think you've nailed it, and you're like, bam, booked. It's always And you never get the call. And the times that I've always gone in there and been like, I don't give a fuck. I actually went in one time, I auditioned for, for a commercial, and I did not give a fuck so bad that I was eating their snacks. Like the casting people, I, I was going to eat their pretzels and they're like, do you want to do this? And I was like, oh yeah, sorry. And I booked it. It was a national commercial. I made a ton of money, yep. you know, and I never, 
I well, didn't that, even think I'd get that. That's the thing. and that that's kind of a huge secret to life, right there. And yeah. actually, for John and I, it's been the same way. On um, the writing, the writer's version of that is pitching. Pitching is ridiculous. Mm. It is a nightmare because it's like an audition that goes on for a half an hour. It's it's brutal, and because yeah. you have to go in there and you have to tell them the entire movie, but you can't tell them the entire movie because, I mean, if I sat down and told you the entire movie of Star Wars, you'd be bored to tears in ten yeah. minutes. You know, yeah. so then you have there's to, this Boba Fett guy. Yeah. He comes in and <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to find some way to make your story interesting, not just as a movie, but as a you telling it in the room, and you have have to bring energy to it because if you just go in and go look guys it just goes like this and this and this and that i mean sure if you're a superstar they'll go great we'll buy anything you have but when you're out there trying to make your bones mm-hmm. it's you you got to go in there and you got to put your back into it and you got to sell and i do not like selling i've never my brother's a salesman i could never do it so i just go in there and it's exhausting yes and and but like you're saying there were times where john and i would go in on something and you know like a rewrite job or something and we'd be like eh. you know we 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 talk about it and we'd kind of go in and we didn't give a shit you know we'd go in and we'd be like well i don't know i wouldn't do it like that I mean, I, we'd do it more like this. I don't know. You know, and they'd be like, great, you're hired. But anytime we were just like so desperate to get the job. Isn't that us, interesting? You know, we'd just be like, never, By the way, ever. that is so how you get everything is when you're relaxed. Like I think because people uh, can see your essence and they can see who you are. It's the and, dating. You know, it's da- love, the dating same too, if thing. You're like, I love you. And the person's like, ugh. But yeah. if you're like, uh, I mean, whatever. I'm not that interested. Then the person's like, oh, I'd love to go out with you. You know? Yeah, and to be clear, it's not about not caring. Correct. Because that's also, I think, really unappealing to people acting like you don't give a shit about anything. It's It's about being confident in whatever choices you're making at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and more than anything, being confident that if you don't, if this thing you're doing right now isn't successful, that you're going to go on surviving. Yes. Right. There's yeah. zero, it has to have, in, in all facets, no desperation. Yeah. Because people can read when you're desperate for work or love or anything like well, that. And I know? think the reason why mm-hmm. that, that happens like that naturally is because if you are desperate, you're not going to do a very good job mm-hmm. of it. Right. So I think people can read that. And I think it's valuable that if somebody is just so desperate to whatever it is that they're doing, it's probably not going to work out very well. Yeah. I will they, say they, they need it too much. This uh, experience also, like just for other actors, I would say, it, it, it showcases to me the nearly, I won't say totally, but like the near, almost the, the nearly impossible task of getting cast in a feature studio film without previous experience. It really is a hurdle, yeah. right? Like you, you really need allies. Like I had you uh, wanting me to be in this and it's like, it's still, you start, you know, you start seeing how uh, movies are cast because, you know, you, you realize that like studios go like, well, who has done this before? Who has a track record? People well, yes, like no. this? sometimes it's that because in, in your case, I don't think anybody at the studio quite had an idea of what your following was. I didn't either, to be honest. I had seen your your specials on Netflix and I just thought they were brilliant. Um I think what it is more than anything is that through your stand-up, you were cultivating, you, you were digging down, drilling into your personality and different aspects of your personality. And in this business, you have so many people that have been doing Shakespeare from the time that they were young. Yeah. And they, 
and they are good at being actors, but they they sometimes can lose track of who they are as people. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're looking for more than anything. You're looking for who's behind those eyes that can bring mm-hmm. something to this part beyond right. just there's a lot of people that can deliver the dialogue and make it sound reasonably, you know, believable. <laughs> but it is um, hard, right, to get cast. I mean, like, Oh, no, it's, it's, it's yeah. very hard. But what I'm saying is that it's not so much uh, about knowing that somebody has experience or whatever. It's, it's the, somebody coming in and bringing some humanity into whatever it is that they're doing. I got you. And that's what the experience allows people to do. I think particularly with stand-up, I think the reason why, you know, like Chris Rock is a really good actor. I mean, so many stand-ups are really good actors. Adam Sandler is an amazing actor, you mm-hmm. know? And I think it's because you got to go out there on stage and just sort of like put yourself out there over and over yes. and over True. in front of so yeah. many different people. You're going to drill down into who you really are. Yeah. You have to, to be good at it. I, I think. think about a lot of time. I mean, cause uh, if you're fake on stage, everybody, they no, know they it, know. but that's why you people bomb. It's cause the audience can smell the yeah. inauthenticity or if you're terrified, like that, that comic you were talking about feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. It may have been his terror cause they're like, yeah, it's like an animal thing. Right away. They're man. like dogs. But they every, smell th- your, but doesn't fear. everybody have to sort of start there? Yes. Yeah. So y'all have the experience. No, you fuck up for years. Uh, yeah. And, and bombing and like horrible It's bombs. horrible. Or like horrible. they're emotionally traumatizing experiences. Yeah. It's the <laughs> but trenches. when you speak about like comedians and their humanity, I always think about uh, Robin Williams. Oh my God. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I was like, I was like, man, like he really, that read so much whenever he was on screen. Yeah. Um, just like the human being that was there, you know, that like, oh, yeah. really, you really connected with, like I would see him in, you know, he played a, a countless roles, but like in, especially like in a drama or something, or even when he was in a comedy during like the dramatic scenes that balanced the movie out, man, you always felt like, wow, I really am see the person here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When he wasn't being funny. Mm-hmm. And, and, t- and I don't think it's, it's any coincidence that so many standups who you just think of, Oh, that that guy or that woman is really good on stage. That it's no coincidence that they are effortlessly be able, or they're able to turn in these these roles. I mean, Sarah Silverman. So many people that have done these incredible roles in movies. That you know that if if you're one of those people that started acting lessons when you were four years old, it must be it must drive you a little crazy to see somebody who's been telling jokes in bars for ten years come come in and just crush like that. But yeah. I think the reason why is because they're also doing this something really similar to what. You you're doing when you're when you're pursuing acting at that level you're just drilling down into who you are yeah and i also think too i think what's great about being a comic is that there's a level like you can be successful but then you can also eat shit every week like you're never too high on your own kool-aid you can get checked hard you get checked all the time tough. <laughs> yeah but like your ego there's not a lot of bullshit well after a while a too you learn to not listen to that which is a really funny thing yeah like in other words you'll be on such a good streak of like great shows but you won't buy into Oh, I'm amazing because yeah. you, you'll know that it's not true. You'll know, like, keep yourself grounded, right? Because this shit can go sideways quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't, you actually don't buy into getting lost in. Oh, all my well, shows go well. Yeah, yeah, and you've seen people before you who have risen and risen and risen and then started to fall mm-hmm. off for mm-hmm. whatever reason. That sure. people had kind of gotten used to what they were doing. And they, you know, so, so you never know. I, I mean, the way I look at it for me is that when you look at anybody's IMDb page, 
it stops somewhere. Yes. There aren't that many people, particularly directors or writers, where it just goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Usually it's sort of, it just stops somewhere. So you, A, you want to be grateful for whatever time you have, and B, you want to always keep that in the back of your mind that this isn't a gravy train that just and go, how do you, goes on forever. What do you tell yourself? Like you just go like, we'll just keep working, keep doing the work? Yeah. I mean, John and I, we've always seen ourselves as pretty blue collar in that way. We know we're not geniuses. (laughs) We know that, that we work for a living and we get together every day and we sit in a room and we talk about nonsense and we just, just keep poking and prodding at it until it comes together in some way. And we try not to ever turn in drafts that don't you know, hold up, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, but, but everything that we're doing is so subjective. You can write a scene that you think is the greatest scene ever written. And there's going to be somebody that's going to go, ah, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of an asshole would write that. Yeah. So, so there's no way you can ever, you can, so you can't write for them though. You You can't write write for for them, but you, but you can't, it's like what you're saying. You can't ever think that you've got it all figured out because you just never will. You know, so um, you just keep doing the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, I uh, I had such a good experience with you. I want to thank you again for the opportunity. It was thank so you. awesome. I feel like I won a contest. <laughs> I think I did. And um, we, uh, we've had fun with you here. I want to encourage everybody. I know I got a ton of messages this week, man, from people that were like, I'm going to the movie just to see you, like to me. Uh-huh. And then they're like, I ended up loving the movie. I, I was not expecting this. I wasn't expecting to cry. Fuck you, you piece of shit for making <laughs> me go to a movie where I cried, stuff like that. Um, but I think you made an amazing film and I'm happy to be a part of it. And it's Thanksgiving week and I want to encourage everybody to go see it and bring people. Uh, it's an awesome movie. Yeah, thanks. And by the way, thank you for being in the movie. I mean, you you brought a ton to it and even just having you on set with that attitude of being so excited to be there I mean that's really valuable to me who it, gets it really used has. to being in movies I know how are uh, you like man pe- people Boring. do get used to being they in do movies. get they get used I to it. it's so special I mean I, I gotta admit I'm I'm a little bit too used to being on set and sometimes that's what's great about having somebody who comes in who's not there all the time is that it's a good reminder of like oh yeah we get to make it's a fun. movie today oh, I was cool like was that I was like can I stand here and watch the, the monitors <laughs> And they're like, yeah. I like. I was like somebody visiting set. And There's free food everywhere. Like, oh, that's yeah. the best part. No, it was free great. Cheese. And that's like the fucking crazy. I mean, you you met half of them. Uh, the actors. Yeah, they're like awesome. Amazing actors. I love Julie Haggerty so much. She's so great. And um, our our grandma. Yeah, Grandma Margo, Sandy. Margo, Margo, Margo. God damn oh, it! Man. I love her. Isn't she the greatest? My, uh, God damn it! My younger sister was like, I'm so proud of you. It was awesome. I love it. I go, thanks. She goes, I thought Grandma Sandy was the best. I, like, <laughs> I love Grandma Sandy. Okay. That's going to be me. Um, no, she's so great. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I feel like uh, one thing I could do um, that I could borrow from Trump is the uh, is okay. the way he uh, he has this like self promoting thing yeah that he does really well that I think an actor could do, <laughs> which is um, he'll be like a lot of people are saying this and <laughs> right so I'm gonna just start going a lot of people are saying it's the performance of a lifetime a yeah. lot of people yeah or he'll be I like, just keep uh, hearing that yeah yeah he'll be like I keep I, I'm talking yeah. to people <laughs> and they're just saying that you know that they've never seen better everybody's yeah. saying everybody's saying Nora is incredible yeah, a lot of people when you hear about the tears you know that it's they're pretty much all coming from him <laughs> a lot of people a lot of people are even saying that they're crying because I'm not in certain scenes right that's another thing I've heard people say that's the tears a lot I, of people I love too that you get that one extra laugh 
laugh in the in the last scene when you're with with uh, John Morris's son. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, that 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 always gets a gets a good oh, laugh yeah, yeah. at the end of the movie. I think people because because and I think the reason why that gets a good laugh, you know, nobody knows what I'm talking about right now. But I think the reason why that gets a good laugh is because people really want Russ to to make this work. Sure. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like Russ. They there's, want him to, <laughs> there's so many great characters and, and multiple storylines with like, with the whole family, you know, they're different people. And that one, yeah, that's a fun, pa- I'm glad that made the cut. Yeah. We were that, we were that day. Um, all right. Well, uh, Sean Anders, thanks again so much. Thank, Thank you. Sean. Um, go see instant family. Um, and, uh, that's that man. Thanks. One of our best, we have original, we have badass photoshoppers. We have amazing people that do remixes and songs. And one of my absolute favorites is Gaping Dad. He's, yes. He's created some bangers for this show before. He just sent in <laughs> a Good Morning Julia song. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear so it. So I haven't heard it, but here it is. Can't wait. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Again, support Sickler. Go see the movie. Um, you know where to find us on tour. Watch the Degenerates on Netflix if you have not you already, go. and then give, let's give everybody let's give a Garth wave to our cameras. Here we go. Good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. Just wanted to say hi. You were so beautiful. Good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. Mwah. I hope this video doesn't scare you. Good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. Good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. I will love you like you've never been loved before. It's been sitting in my mind when you said to me you want to go back with your ex-boyfriend. After you experienced me, you won't even know who your ex-boyfriend is. Please erase them from your memory. Don't ever go back in the past. I could see me falling in love with you. Let's go full throttle. Full, full throttle. Full, 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 full throttle. I like that. Good morning, Julia. I really like that. Good morning, Julia. Ciao, baby. <laughs>